With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael Cultura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts carol g juan gabriel christina aguilera what do these three have in common you mean apart from impeccable style, chart-topping canciones, and drama? Facts, yes, all of the above are correct. But most importantly, they're some of the biggest Latin icons in the world. And they're just a few of the game-changing Latin stars we're covering in Becoming an Icon Season 2. Listen to Becoming an Icon on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Recipe. Fox Sports Radio's Countdown to Kickoff. Presented by BetMGM. The king of sportsbooks. We're setting you up with the information you need to watch your team win. Victory is the end game. We're here to break it all down. Let's go, let's go. This is Fox Sports Radio's Countdown to Kickoff. Presented by BetMGM. Now, we're live from your tailgate. Here's Brian No, eight-year NFL veteran Jeff Schwartz, and sports handicapper from CrackWins.com, Bill Crack Crackenberger. Oh, good morning, everybody. Happy week two to you. Second full NFL Sunday right in front of our faces over here. Less than three hours away until kickoff. Fellas, good morning, man. Crazy before we get all to the NFL stuff, crazy day in college football, man. It was Survival Saturday, I think, oh, for yeah. a lot of teams. Barn burner last night as Colorado oh, yeah. comes back, pulls it out. You had, what, Georgia, Florida State, both top three teams survive. It was just a Survival Saturday type of day. But, man, what a nightcap last night. That was crazy. You knew with there were five ranked teams as road favorites. Um, and I believe th- four of them were over a touchdown at one point. I think Tennessee got steamed down a little bit there. You knew there was going to be some chaos, right? Missouri won outright against Kansas State. Florida dominated Tennessee. And the nightcap, obviously, Colorado, Colorado State. Um, I mean, Colorado State had 10 personal foul penalties and should have won the game. I mean, like they, they were better than Colorado last night, which is wild because Colorado State is not very good offensively. And I'm going to do this whole thing all week on Twitter where I claim Colorado is going to beat Oregon. Oregon's going to beat them by 28 this weekend. Um, but it's going to be fun anyways to pretend they're not. Uh, but yeah, look, Colorado has done – it reminds me of USC's Pete Carroll teams where USC's Pete Carroll teams – had all the celebrities. It was much. It was must watch, 
It was like a party. Yeah. It was the thing to do in Los Angeles. Now, obviously, this is Boulder, Colorado, but even in L.A., the thing to do in Los Angeles. And when I saw the celebrities there last night, and and they're winning, right? They're winning as well. So um, it's important to note that Shadur Sanders looks like the real deal, uh, top ten ish draft pick, I would imagine. Um, and uh, they're three zero. I, I have their under three and a half. So we'll see how that goes for me. I don't think I'm going to hit. I don't think it's going to hit crack. I don't think it's going to hit, buddy. <laughs> Good morning, guys. Yeah, you're, you're right, Jeff. One win away from their season win total already. And uh, I thought Colorado State. I actually watched the game. I thought Colorado State should have won the game. I was rooting for them, and you know, just to put them in check a little bit, you know. There was 24s out there. Of course, I got to talk gambling right away, 7 a.m. in the morning here. Um, you know, there was 24s out there. I, 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 didn't, I didn't bite, but I really said that's the side that has to be right sooner or later, betting one yes. of these dogs. Never thinking a money line shot had a chance, but sure enough, they did. Uh, I had the over in the game, though, and I needed overtime for the over. I didn't think after that first quarter I was going to need overtime. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, 28 points in the first quarter, I think. Yeah. yeah it was, it was I, like, I had Colorado state first half uh plus 13 oh wow uh, and okay. the reasons were simple um can i give you guys a little a little bet i like for next saturday very yeah, off the top sure. it's not out yet and and please if you're listening to this do not change the line at all arizona state last night lost 29 nothing they turned oh. the ball over eight times and they oh. lost three quarterbacks last night wow. they host usc this weekend oh my is gonna beat them <laughs> 69 to nothing okay wow. nice. in the first half maybe please take Caleb. usc in any way possible you can there's not enough points i think i could lay on usc this weekend i'm just giving you a heads up the line crack what time do college football lines post tonight like five o'clock five, okay. five, five o'clock five. pacific right. Go to your sports book. It might even be up because Arizona State's quarterback situation is so bad. But they're down their four-string quarterback. They've scored 39 points in three football games. Have the wow. Sun Devils. Take USC, please. Off That's a bye. Insane. Use it off a bye. Just, yeah. can, you, can you give us an idea of what you think the spread will be? Like, what are you I, oh, going to know? My guess will be, so Oregon was favored by 38.5 against Hawaii this weekend right. at home. Okay, My guess is it's about 35. Wow. Yeah, okay. that's what I was thinking too. Yeah, thir- maybe thirty-five and a half, but they're going to be up four nine nothing at halftime. Like USC, and they're going to not play Caleb Williams in the second half. So I would not like. Yeah. I'd just take USC maybe first half, but they're going to destroy Arizona State. This it's weekend. dirty when that happens. USC was crushing Stanford, and then Caleb Williams didn't play in the second half. They're like, yeah, Brian, we don't need to do this. I had the over. There were fifty-two points in the oh, first half. The over wow. of sixty-nine and a half did not hit. Unbelievable. Uh, that's rough. <laughs> that, that is just rough. It's crazy, too, how games can completely flip. Where you watch that Colorado game last night, and Colorado had a hard time scoring. We thought it was going to be up and down the field. Most people did, and it wasn't. And at the end, they need to go 98 yards. Yeah. And they do it no problem. It was crazy. And then overtime, it was like, I forget what penalty it was. It's like a, a, an illegal shift or something like that. And Lewis Riddick was doing the game, and I agreed with him. He's like, oh, that's not good. Second and 15. That's, it was like they picked it up the next play. So, they scored the play after that. It was crazy how it just flipped like that. So here's why I think that happens in, in a two-minute drill is because it's easier for operates to, uh, offense to operate fast like that than defenses to sort of like get set up and do their, their whole thing. And when you, you know, Colorado State all night was hitting the passer. They were getting after Sanders. But the two-minute drill, man, you get tired. Yeah. You get yeah. exhausted. The offensive line sort of gets in a little bit of a pass-blocking rhythm. And 
Colorado has better wide receivers and quicker wide receivers than Colorado State has secondary pieces. And when you're going fast and fast and fast and fast, they get tired, of course, right? When, you, when you're huddling, and you, the reason why you can't go fast all game is you don't have enough guys. You're going to be too tired, right? It's just not possible to happen. But a two-minute drill, it, it, it can happen like that, where it's just like it clicks because you're playing so fast. You're not thinking so much. You're just doing. Um, and I, I always advise... I tweet this a lot too. Like when a team is struggling on offense, do one drive a two minute drill. Like just up, just go go tempo. Even the NFL, just like go tempo one series, sort of get back in a rhythm, and then go back to your offense. Oh, what do you guys think? By the way, what do you think the total is going to be in Colorado, Oregon next week? <laughs> uh, high sixties, probably. Yeah, I mean, I... Oregon's probably going to score in the fifties. Yeah. Like I, I know that it's, the Colorado story is a lot of fun, but the Colorado State guys entered the game like 120th on offense, like, and they averaged 12 points a game last season on offense, and they pretty much had their way with Colorado last night. Um, and I think Oregon's going to have do whatever they want. The question is, can Oregon's defense slow down Colorado just enough uh, to make it happen? Um, to, to, you know, to make this a, a closer game than it has to be. And also turnovers play a factor in it, right? I mean, you, know, you always have turnover issues, which you never really know when they're going to pop up. Um, but it is, uh, it's going to be tough for Colorado next weekend. Oregon has lost. They lost a home game in 2018 when they had a weird fumble on third down trying to run the clock out. And then they lost last season at home by three to their rival after Bo Nix got hurt. Uh, they don't lose games was- at home. So, hey guys, against guys I have a text from one of the line makers here in town, one of the bookmakers here. He's, he's the head bookmaker, actually. He said, uh, Colorado, very good game for us. We didn't win back the money we lost earlier in the season, the first two <laughs> games, but it was a very good game for us. Um, Six-figure game for the sports book. So, uh, you know what's funny? I should have known. I have a guy that uh, I'm kind of trying to mentor a little bit. He's a bartender in town here, and, you know, he's an admitted loser, and he tells me, you know, every, you know, <laughs> he, no, he gave me a really, really good, unbelievable DM, and he's like, listen, Crack, I'm a hometown guy. Can you help me out this year? And I give him some little things, and I, he, he stayed his course so far, especially in preseason. He was like, wow, I've never been part of anything like this, winning. And then he actually texts me, though, yesterday oh. morning. And said, I just want to let you know I did go out of my lane because I think Colorado is going to destroy Colorado State. Mm. Like, that was oh. the ultimate, like, that shouldn't I have said, it's the first bet he's made in <laughs> just, six weeks. No, shouldn't, no. But shouldn't I have automatically hit the bet against bartender bot to, uh, dot, dot com button? <laughs> yes. Bet against bartender.com, oh, bang, no, no, and bet a no. ton of money. On, uh, on the other side, God, yeah. the poor kid. You know, it's a missed opportunity for me right there. I feel, yeah. and I know you're not this kind of guy, but in my head, it's funny where if somebody comes to you, crack, and says, "Hey, man, I, I know you know your stuff. Can you, can you help me out? Can you school me a little bit?" And you say, "Well, first, you have to admit." You are a betting loser, and then I can help you out. I'm not that kind of guy. Hi, my name is Joe Public. I am a compulsive loser. I am an admitted loser, yes. Hey, before we look forward to week two in the NFL, if we look back to week one, something that was interesting, the road dogs, right? Road teams were 12-4 and against the spread in week one, and unders. It was yeah. a big under week. Big under. 12 of 16 games hit. So it was all about underdogs and unders. 12 yeah. of 16 games in both categories. That's going to change. That's going to change, though. It, it, it has to change. It, it's going to change because I'll, I'll tell you, um, I, I really think a lot of games 
you know, in in week one were almost like week four in preseason. They had to come out there and play these yeah. games, and and uh, it's opening weekend. Uh, almost, it felt like uh, you know, like I said, week four. People yeah. want touchdowns. People want offense. And offensive efficiencies are definitely going to be changing here. I think. I think we'll see. I think we'll actually see. This is this is so unlike me saying this. I think we'll see more. Just flags, defensive holding, pass interference uh, to promote some more scoring. I really do because, you know, the games that are low scoring, boring, grinded out defensive games is not good for ratings. So that's all I'll say. I'm with you. Um, can we start with, with one game so far in the NFL slate that I just do not understand? Crack. Maybe you can help sure. me with the action on this. Why are the Falcons getting so much money? Did anyone oh, watch the Falcons Giant play last move. weekend? Gi- Did anyone actually Carolina. watch that game last weekend? They beat a rookie quarterback starting his first game on the road. They won 24-10. It was 17-10 with four minutes left. The Falcons had 13 first downs on offense, 220 yards, were 20% on third down, and were plus three in turnovers. Wow. And now, and now they're getting money today hosting a, a Packers team? Yeah, they're without Aaron Jones. Okay, fine. I, crack. I, they're they're I banged up a little. All. Yeah. Well, Watson's not playing either. They scored thirty-eight points without him last weekend. I don't. I don't understand. Three is. I agree, though. Wow, this this game went to three overnight. By the way, I, I, Thursday morning I was doing a show eight in the morning. Green Bay was one and a half point favorite in the yeah. sports book I was in. They were one and a half. It moved the other it moved three points that day to Atlanta minus one and a half. We were talking about how surprising that is. Today's move, Jeff is right. Minus three, minus fifteen at some sports books. Unbelievable. Is move. there something we're missing? Like, is there an injury that we don't like? I know that David Bakhtiari, the left tackle, was put on questionable injury report earlier this week. I kind of out of the blue, but he's going to be questionable all year with his just his age. Like, he's just one of those guys on the injury report each week. I I don't get this. I I understand. This is the hardest part for me as a as a as a gambler, like the the football side of things, like watching the games and wagering based on who I think is better off the film versus like the actual part of the wagering that typically is the opposite to what I think. Um, but this is like a football thing. I, I just don't get it. Like Carolina's offensive line played well. Desmond Ritter was was eleven of twenty one. Like, I, what are we doing here, guys? Am I missing? What am I missing? Well, in this game, the only thing I would say this isn't my argument, but if someone's on the other side, they might look at. You're not convinced on Jordan Love. I know your counter would be you're not convinced on Desmond Ritter with what you just laid out there, but you could be skeptical of Jordan Love on the road in this spot. And then you also think of the injuries. Aaron Jones is nicked up. Aaron Jones was so wide open He's consistently playing, yeah. last week against the Bears. He was grabbing his hamstring on the way to scoring one of his touchdowns. No crazy. Christian Watson, right? So maybe it's that. Maybe it's huh. you don't think the running game's going to be good enough and Jordan I, Love's going to have to do more than he wants to. Atlanta is not a home field advantage. It's not one of those places like Seattle and New Orleans. Rise up. City where, where the rise worry, up cheering section, Jeff. Worry <laughs> about like, oh my, they're playing in Atlanta. That place is, it's, oh. it's a madhouse. Like, Matt LaFleur has won, I think, 75% of the games he's coached as a Green Bay Packer head coach. Yeah, it, there's it, an it, asterisk there, though. Well, that, fair enough, but he's now 1-0 with Jordan Love this season. And they, the Packers look good. Like, they look like a real football team. They won, they were good on offense, they were good on defense. Now, Justin Fields might not be very good, and I'm not sure why people are refusing to have that conversation. He started 27 games. We kind of sort of know what he is right. now. Um, but I, I, the Falcons thing, man, I, I just don't get it. it. It makes no sense to me. Yeah, like I said, they just like I said, they are a little banged up, and I think that injuries is the reason why. But, but a running back made points, out, moved both, the line four points like that. You know, I just got a just got a text from someone. This is for you, Jeff. Um, Oregon 
seventeen, and the yeah. total is seventy. So yeah, yeah. Old, I, yeah, the look ahead was like fourteen and a half, so it's changed yeah. a little bit since went up game. to seventeen. What, what conference are you going to hone in on when the Pac-12 goes away, That's Jeff? Not good, buddy. Right? Like, not, are you I'm just going to pick I'm, one? I'm eight and six this year in Pac-12. And uh, I always start slow, so this is good. This is about normal. That's starting slow. I'll take that every but day. But I am. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm now a hundred and eight and sixty-two. I think. Wow. No, hundred and no, oh, no. Sorry, I'm. No, I'll take it back. I'm a hundred and four and sixty-four. That's my overall Pac-12 record. Yeah, I mean, just that, that's that's a that's not a that's that's not a little tiny tiny random no, I, sampling. Dude, I can watch. <laughs> think about I watch 170 every games. Game. I watch yeah. every game. Like I, I, like I can only tell you right now. I'm taking the more important question weekend. is: Do you bet every game? Because you should with that <laughs> no, record. No, no, no I, I don't. Would well, be okay, a so, lot more. so we yeah. do like we do like wow. wagers for on the radio show. Right. So we bet every game on the radio show. Right. Um and. I'm I'm about fifty five percent probably for the season that's, on that. I don't want to bet every man. game crap. That's, that's like that's, yeah. that's a, no, with that in that particular we're talking about a particular conference or particular games. I understand, but you're right. You you wouldn't want to bet every game. It may change the outcome if you're putting a bet into it. And uh, let me tell you though, fifty five percent. I know people at home were listening saying, "Oh, that's good." No, I know. No, people at home they'll say, "Oh, fifty five. Oh, I can do that." Really? Yeah. Try to do fifty five percent lifetime. You'll be thrown out of some sports books. Oh. By the way, that's. <laughs> Right, you'd be banned I, from some sports. Like, books. I'll give you, I'll give you one example of I think why it's important to like watch the game. Like if you watch one, and everyone says if you focus on one conference, whether it's football and basketball, you tend to win more money. That's because you pay attention to like Oregon State yesterday. They beat San Diego State. I watch every rep of that game. I might be the only person in the country who's not a Beaver fan and watch the entire game. Like DJU, their quarterback. I think it was like 13 of 30 for 300 yards. Oh, All you see are the great touchdown passes, not the other throws that were terrible. They yeah. go on the road to Washington State. Washington has a great defense. They, they always be good. Their offense looks so much better. Like To me, it's like hammer Washington State. Everyone's looking at Oregon State. Yeah. They see they beat San Diego State, had a bunch of yards. But how do you get those yards, right? How does it look? Right. Now they're yeah. on the road in a tough environment. Like To me, that people don't pay attention to like – that like I do in this conference. That's why you're Mr. Pac-12. Then we got to find a new do. title. Uh, it's going to bother Mr. me Mr. Big year, 12, man. Mr. Big 10. <laughs> it's going to be Mr. Big 10 with Oregon, I guess. I'm just going to bet the under every week. How about, how about Mr. Sunbelt? <laughs> Huh? That's oh, a nice little sun, little, little sunbelt action. Um, <laughs> yeah. The fun, the fun belt. Fun belt. Um, yeah, fun belted up right there. We're only like what three Thursdays away, or three Tuesdays away from getting a MAC game for the we're first close. time this year. Yeah, we're close to those <laughs> Tuesday Wednesday games. Hey, BetMGM has all the action for every sports fan. Whether you love to wager on game-winning touchdowns, home runs, buzzer beaters, or overtime goals, there's never been a time to sign up for BetMGM's first bet offer. That's up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. Download the BetMGM app today or visit BetMGM.com and use code COUNTDOWN. Sign up and deposit at least $10. Place your first wager and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if the bet loses. That's code COUNTDOWN in the BetMGM app. All right, we are off and running. We've got Jeff Schwartz. Eight-year NFL veteran, Mr. Pac-12, looking for a new conference and a new title. So sad. So sad. We've got Bill Krakenberger from crackwins.com, sports handicapper. I'm Brian No. Coming up next, we're following the money. Seamus McGee, sharp guy, got some good advice. I'll give you a little bit of advice with the upcoming NFL slate. Also, some insight in terms of where all the money is, who to fade, all that type of stuff. It's Fox Sports Radio's Countdown to Kickoff. Presented by BetMGM. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. 
And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stan the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're talking tea, we're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Here are some examples of what you'll hear from us on Rappaport's reality podcast. This is where we discuss all things reality TV, all things popular culture. And a little bit of... Rappaport's reality, the reality of bit. us. We're a figuring bit. out. And if we had been recording these last four or five days, Ooh. it, it would have been, Ooh, a, been the podcast juicy. would have taken a, a, a left turn. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carvin and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It is Fox Sports Radio's Countdown to Kickoff, presented by BetMGM. BetMGM Sportsbook account holders will receive a bonus bet to use on any sport. Just log in to the BetMGM Sportsbook app on iOS or Android, or visit BetMGM.com. After login, get a bonus bet to use on any sport. And be sure to follow BetMGM across all socials at BetMGM. All right, let's dive into this. We are following the money with our main man, Seamus McGee, team lead of sports trading for BetMGM. Well, he's on the way. He's uh, he'll momentarily he'll be here momentarily. Traffic's really bad here Traffic. in town. It's crazy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what, what's all this with the? Uh... There, there, uh, there's, there's like a big some kind. You know, listen, I don't follow this. This is the European thing. You're racing FS. Wait, wait, wait. I know F1. It's, F1, yeah. yeah. And it's just throwing a giant kink in town. Between that and these uh, hackers and all the casinos, hacking all the casinos, it's just uh, it's a mess here right now. Are, are but, you going to uh, go to F1, Cracker? Are you going to get like a, a luxury box for the, for Bill Krakenberger? No, no. You couldn't give me a free seat. I know it's crazy. I, I just... Um, yeah, real, like I said, I, I get, free, game, I get right? free Raiders tickets for all these games. I don't go. It's going right, right. to ruin Las Vegas Boulevard, right? 
It is it – is, uh, there is a lot of places now because room rates were ridiculous. Now they've dropped to ridiculous. Listen, it's not as popular as they think. All these hundreds of millions they're spending, closing all these streets down, closing the casino, you know, casino viewing areas down. They tore down these beautiful. You guys have been to Vegas. The beautiful fountains, right. all those beautiful trees out in front of there. Yeah. They tore them all down because they're putting bleachers down, bleachers up. So. By the way, this is the main question I want to know. Are you going to just hand me your free Raider tickets? If I go, visit oh, it's it's almost impossible to go to a lot of the home games unless they're prime times, you know. Uh-huh. So because we do our show by the time we get off, and you know, then again, they are the later games. I, yeah, I can go. Who am I kidding? I'm making excuses. I think Brian uh, wants to know: Are the Dolphins in town this year? Is that you're going to watch the Dolphins? <laughs> oh, oh, is that what he's saying? Yeah. yeah well, listen, yeah. if if if, uh, if they are, I'll. I'll uh, We're staying at your house for Super. We're we're staying at your house for Super Bowl, right? Crack all of us, the whole team. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you know what? That's a great thing. I was thinking about it last week. I, you know, the Super Bowl's here. Like, are we? Yes. Are are we going to all be? You guys coming to Vegas for Super Bowl? Do we know? Bad news before the Super Bowl. (laughs) The Dolphins do play the Raiders in Miami. Oh wow. Oh, God. Oh, I will be uh, – we just turn that down a tiny bit. I will be in Ve- – I will. yes, I'll be in Vegas. I do not know if I'm staying Sunday for the radio show or not. Pro- I probably – because the reason why is my wife is going to want to go out. I probably will not have even slept to do our All show right. Sunday morning before the Super Bowl. So oh, That's going to um, be a great show. Yeah, it'd be a great show. Just off like a Tiesto concert. I'm like, oh. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we'll play some EDM. We'll get you right back it'd be, in. It'd be, a, totally it'd be a rough one. Um, oh, no, I'm coming because my wife, uh, we shouldn't cool. come last year, and she's going to want to go to like every yeah. single party possible. Yeah. Well, hey, let's dive into this right here. <laughs> Follow the money. Real good money. All right, our main man, Seamus McGee, team lead of sports training at BetMGM. He joins us here on Countdown to Kickoff. Good morning, Seamus. You know, last night, that Colorado game, the amount of money, it had more bets on the spread, like Colorado covering, than any remaining NFL game on the slate, which blows my mind. What's the next game up? And who's the team that has the most money on them, like similar to Colorado, except the handle is way less? Hey, guys, thanks for having me. Um, well, if I, had to, if I had to look at the slate of games, I mean, I mean people love the, uh, the Saints tomorrow night. That's for sure on one thing. But uh, a lot of money coming in on teams like the Chargers, a lot of money coming in on the Bills, uh, and a lot of money coming in on the Chiefs as well. So, it's really amongst those three. We'll get closer to kickoff and see where it lands, but uh, definitely those three for sure. The Chargers have a lot of injuries, right? Austin Eckler's out. Bose is a questionable. Why, why all the money on them? Is this more of a fate of, of Tennessee off a of kind of poor offensive performance against the Saints? You got to think that, too. Um, I mean, the Chargers are a popular team. People like Justin Herbert. Um, Bounce-back spot, I guess you could look at it, for the Chargers and the Titans, again, did not look very particularly good in the Superdome last week. Uh, but that's at least what we're seeing so far today. Hey, Seamus, Bill Krakenberger. You know, before I get into any questions for you, I have one thing to tell you, actually. The two Seamuses in my life that I know, one's worth $10 million, the other one's approaching the Forbes list, worth a billion. So just to let you know that you're, you're on a good list there, uh, that's a good, good, good aspirations here. But I want to ask you something. Last week, you gave me a winner. You made me money last week. You said 90% of the money coming in on uh, Washington over Arizona, and it was uh, you know plus the seven points. It was actually a couple seven and a halfs here in Vegas that popped up here and there. 
Is there any game like that this week? Nah, listen, I know it's not going to be a 90 percenter, but is there any game that stands out like, wow, like even by game time, even though we're here two and a half hours away from game time, you can't see uh, get, getting off the position you think you're going to have a side on this week? The two, I know, another couple games that stick out to me. Thank you for the, the kind words, though, Bill. That, right. that means a lot to me. <laughs> All that right. was, My man. Wow. <laughs> Good. Uh, I think the Lions are definitely one. We get a lot of Michigan money uh, every weekend, whether it's on the Wolverines or uh, or the Lions or even, even the Detroit Tigers. Um, so that line's interesting because it's crept down a little bit from five and a half, and it's a lot of money pouring in on Detroit. And I think you're going to see it most weeks with the Cardinals. There's a, we just took a huge bet out in Vegas on the Giants uh, as of like an hour ago. Uh, money's going to keep rolling in on them, I'm assuming. So I definitely look at those two spots for something for a play like that. What do you think of that Detroit game today, Seamus, where Seattle doesn't have both of their starting offensive tackles in that game? First home game for Detroit. Obviously beat the Chiefs last week. What do you think about Seattle-Detroit? It's a funny league, you know, like Detroit's coming off a win in Arrowhead on prime time against Mahomes, and Seattle just got their butts kicked at home by a Rams team no one thought was going to be very good this year. And a lot of Sharps are back in Seattle this week, so it's a funny game uh, to look out for. Help me with the Falcons-Packers game, because I, I just don't understand the money on the Falcons, especially the last 24 hours. I I. I, I I just don't get it. I don't know what football. I know not gambling is all football reasons, but like I don't understand the football reason why this you bet on the Falcons, including the offseason. The Falcons have been one of the sharper teams we've booked. I mean, this this team opened up. I guess a, we opened a point dog on the Falcons, and that line's already down to a flat three. Uh, Falcons minus three. It's uh, definitely the sharpest play of the week. And again, all off season. Uh, I mean, whether it's to make the playoffs, overs on the win totals, and division futures. Uh, they've been a sharp team that uh, our sharp customers seem to uh, really like this year. Yeah, lots of sharp guys on Atlanta pre-flop beginning of the season. I, I, I knew about that also. Um, these totals, we talked about them earlier. The totals this weekend, uh, again, they look like a lot of them got bet down. I can go up and down the board uh, about five, six games. You know, Seattle 51 down to 47, Chicago 43 down to 40, and so forth. Do you continue to see that trend? Are the actual Joe Publics all getting on this under train and moving these games down? And there's a couple that went the opposite way, but more towards the, the unders. Do you see that continuing to happen? And did it happen this week at your book? I wouldn't say there's a ton of public money coming on the unders for us. It's mainly due to sharp action for us. A couple okay. injuries in some games that have moved the totals down. Uh, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't go crazy and say it's, you know, the public's just all over the unders this year. Cool. Seamus, what are you on today, man? Because we talked to you on college football Saturdays, and you'll hit us with a liberty. You'll give us, uh, you know, an incarnate word. <laughs> you'll have all these random plays, and a lot of them hit. What are you on today? Uh, I mean, I was able to get on the, the Falcons earlier in the week at the minus one, but hard to give that out right now. Um I I can't take my eyes off the Broncos at minus three and a half. Call me square, but I'm I'm pretty low on this Commanders team. Uh, you know, in the altitude at home, they did not look good in my opinion against Arizona last week. And I think Sean Payton's got to have this one. Like they had a really tough loss last week. I think they got to go out there and try to make a statement this week. 
Would you open up uh, the Chiefs game at and Chiefs Jaguars? So we opened up a juice two and a half on the Chiefs. Uh, Publix and Sharks got on the Chiefs, as you would imagine. So we're sitting at three and a half right now. But there's been some Jags money coming in. We're going to end up needing the Jags. Um, but it's def- I'd say it's uh, a, little, a little more lopsided on the Chiefs. Uh, but, yeah, definitely push that off the two and a half. Is it is it still a good wage? Do you think at three and a half, or is that kind of the importance of, of getting the best of the number here? I kind of like the Jags this week, in my opinion. Um, so I I think uh, I I don't know if I bet the Chiefs at three and a half. I definitely like it at the three if I like the Chiefs. These well, hey, Seamus. Go ahead, go ahead. One last thing: Correct. these prime yep. time games, uh, Seamus. You're seeing most of the money come in at closer to post time on these games. But you, but I did notice you say New Orleans. That's the reason why I'm asking. You've seen some early money on on New Orleans, but you think the bulk of the money is going to come in, of course, at closer to game time. I'm guessing. Definitely, but I think this New England Miami game is a bit of an exception. We've seen some money, a lot of money, come in on this game so far. I imagine we're going to need the Patriots to cover two and a half. When we get to kickoff, and you know, a lot of guys they wait for the games to end, see what they got in the accounts to, before they make a wager on the Sunday night game. But <laughs> this was an interesting one where we did take a decent chunk of money earlier in the week. Cool, great stuff, Seamus. Hey, man, enjoy week two. We'll catch you soon. Thanks for having me, guys. I love that, man. That's a how much is in the old account week two? <laughs> All right, let's throw it on the Dolphins minus right. two and a half. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> you uh, you definitely preach against doing exactly that, Craig. Oh, you don't. God. Well, the bet, the bet is, is New England anyway. So if you put money on the Dolphins, that's that would be a I believe an incorrect wager. Wow. Okay. I will right, we'll get mm. into that a little bit later. First, though, we're gonna get into some Nick Cope update anchor action. That's where I want to be. That's where the party's at. Nick, with the latest, what's going on, man? What's going on, guys? Good morning. Let's get you the latest on who's in, who's out today. For the Packers, running back Aaron Jones and receiver Christian Watkins, both listed as questionable, but and NFL media reports they are both unlikely to play. Bet MGM currently has this Falcons laying three at home. That's moved up a half point this morning. ESPN reports Chiefs tight end Travis Kelsey is good to go. He's likely to wear a compression sleeve on his knee and they're also saying that defensive tackle Chris Jones will play about 20 to 30 snaps today mostly on passing downs and in critical situations Bet MGM has the Chiefs favored by three and a half on the road against the Jaguars. CJ Stroud the Texans quarterback popped up on the injury report late this week but NFL media reports that he will play Texans hosting the Colts in Houston Houston is a one point favorite at home according to Bet MGM Chargers at Titans Chargers defensive end Joey Bosa will play on the other side for Tennessee wide receiver DeAndre Hopkins will play this line currently Chargers favored by two and a half thanks to our friends at BetMGM you also have Ravens at the Bengals Baltimore tight end Mark Andrews listed as questionable he is expected to play you also had running back Melvin Gordon elevated to the active roster yesterday as well on the other side Cincinnati running back Chris Evans is questionable and not expected to play BetMGM currently has the Bengals as three and a half 
point favorites at home. Also, Bears wide receiver Chase Claypool is set to be active. A lot of criticism around Claypool this past week and his efforts in week one, but he is set to be active. Bears are at Buccaneers. Tampa, two and a half point favorites, according to BetMGM. Then in the late afternoon window, Dallas receiver Brandon Cooks is not expected to play as the Cowboys host the Jets. That's currently Dallas laying eight and a half at home, according to BetMGM. Reports say Aaron Rodgers underwent an innovative surgery on his torn Achilles that could have him fully healed in as little as four months, giving Rodgers a chance to be available if the Jets were to make the playoffs. Finally, I know uh, we were talking about Max Verstappen weeks ago, his run. It is now over. Singapore Grand Prix. Carlos Sainz gets the win. Good job, uh, Carlos. Verstappen's run is over. Back to you guys. Somebody wreck that guy, Nick Cope. I mean, goodness, you can't <laughs> rattle off. I fit, it's got to happen zero. eventually, but but Sane's got it done the old-fashioned way. Man, man, all right. Thank you very much. An innovative surgery for Aaron Rodgers, huh? Could be back for the playoffs. That, that storyline is just to get clicks. They, I read it. It said maybe he's back in five months. The exact date is the Super Bowl. <laughs> That's a story. It's like the quickest anyone's ever come back is five months. Yeah. And that would be the exact date of the Super Bowl. I'm like, well, well, and Jeff, we just need Zach Wilson to get him through the AFC. Oh, you know, we just that, need that's that. it. Awesome. Oh, yeah. Pretty simple, right? I mean, good he's going to make the playoffs. The team, too, though. The team means they'll make the, the playoffs over, like, you know, Justin Herbert and Lamar Jackson yeah. And, yeah. and Tua and Josh Allen. Like, all these. They're just going to do it. Of course they're going to make yeah. the playoffs, right? It's pretty, it's pretty simple. Yeah. 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 And then they're just going to do damage once they're there. And then Rodgers can ride in on a white horse and save the day in the Super Bowl. If Zach Wilson makes the Super Bowl, you absolutely have to play Zach Wilson in that game. (laughs) (laughs) You're right. If he he is that good to where you're in the Super Bowl, you must play him in that game. (laughs) That's uh, a bridge we're not going to have to cross, but I hear you. I hear you on that. Um, All right. So you remember the TV show where the lady would be like, you are the weakest link. Goodbye. Right. Yes. I, I was just thinking about that with it's the parlay ice, right? platter. Was it, what was it? Uh, um, uh, weakest link. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, but there I was go. thinking about that as it applies to the parlay platter. Okay, the three of us will each have one selection. We group it together for our parlay of the day. Who's the one that screws it up? You know? You have to wear the hat of shame if you are that person. So we will discuss coming up around the corner. We've got Jeff Schwartz, eight-year NFL veteran, Bill Krakenberger from crackwins.com, sports handicapper. I'm Brian No. It is Fox Sports Radio's Countdown to Kickoff, presented by BetMGM. It is Fox Sports Radio's Countdown to Kickoff, presented by BetMGM. Hey, earn a $100 bonus by signing into BetMGM and clicking on Refer a Friend to Invite a Friend. In just a few simple steps, both you and your friend will receive a $100 bonus. BetMGM is also offering some of the best odds in the market on NFL futures. BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks, the king of parlays. All right, let's dive into this. Check this out. Parlay platter. All right, we each have one selection apiece. We group them together for an even bigger payout. Crack, we will start with you. You got the parlay platter off. On the right foot last week. I believe you had the Arizona Cardinals plus seven. I can't remember if it was this segment or the end of the show, but you gave it out one of them. I think I had Cleveland first half, which was a winner. Yeah, I did good on the show, actually. Can't keep track of all these winners if you just crack my bet on that. You know what? I'm going to go with Seamus here. I agree. I I think uh, Denver 
Uh, you know, on BetMGM, you can actually toggle down. So I see toggle down bet uh, on uh, Denver minus three, minus 35. I like that part. I'm going to make that my portion of the parlay platter. I think Washington's a lot worse than uh, some people may think here. I think the altitude, let's let's go Denver minus three there on the bye. Okay. Um, I am going to take the Bengals minus three. I think that's like minus 120-ish right now, and it's three and a half. I'm going down to three because we're in this parlay. Um, the Ravens are out a lot of players. I don't know if you've noticed. They're back to being the, in the Chargers of the, of the East Coast. Um, and the Bengals had a really bad football game on Sunday. I don't expect that to happen again today. The Ravens offense last weekend still looked a little bit trying to figure things out, right? Todd Monkey, new offense. And that the game ended up being, what, 29 to 25 to 9, I think, for the Ravens against the Texans. But it wasn't. It was close for a long time. It was a Especially better game than that half. final score. Yep. Um, so I like the Bengals here. I'll take minus three. Uh, I'll lay a little bit of juice, but we're in this parlay together. So if Crack can do it, I'm going to do it. I'm going to take a better number. Look at you guys. Just getting rid of the hook? What's going on with you? Huh? There, there are threes available, though. It's just there is. Oh, yeah, three minus 20. For, many yeah. spots. Yeah. Oh, I hear you. I hear you. I don't want to wreck this parlay here. I'm looking at the same game you hit on, Crack, this Washington-Denver game. The total is very, very low at 38 and a half. But I just look at what's Denver really going to put up offensively against Washington's got a legit defense. What's Washington going to put up against Denver's top defense? First road start for Sam Howell. It was rough last week against Arizona at home. So I'm going to take the under 38 and a half in Washington, Denver. You like that? I like it. Yeah, you I like that. <laughs> Sam Howell's passing number right now is 199 and a half. I'm going under. That's ridiculous. Oof. Get out of here with that. I love these sub 200. I bet the under know, all of them, dude. numbers. I bet the under on all of them. They, they hit all the time, guys. They hit a lot. They, they really hit a do. lot. Like I, I know, I know. Even last week, like Baker Mayfield had like a 70 yard touchdown, or whatever, and he still went under. Like, <laughs> they, like they go under all the time. There, there's a reason why they're set so low. There are a couple that caught my eye here. Let me see. I'll throw a couple of these out. The sub 200 ones. Let's see. Justin Fields. I know. He, Justin Fields is 173 and a half. Bears under. at Tampa. You're under. <laughs> I, Crack, I didn't, you under I didn't that? take that one. I didn't take that one personally Not yet. That I, have, one. I, I, am, I haven't even mentioned to you guys, though. I am under some uh, quarterbacks here. But that's that shocking. I no. You're under Jordan Love, right? I'm Packers actually, QB? I, I, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm under like five different quarterbacks. I'm going to give out a couple on the show here uh, when, when, when we talk about props. But uh, Jeff's right. They look, you're right. They Some of these things look so low. You say, oh, man, he's definitely going to throw for that. I'm not betting over any quarterbacks. I'll just let you know. The whole season, if I give out one over, I'll be shocked on a quarterback I, yards or, or touchdowns in the game. I'm, no, I'm, I'm an under guy, especially primetime games. I love betting under on quarterbacks. Last week, I took under 187.5 for Josh Dobbs, and they were playing like in a come-from-behind game. I still yeah, hit. you still hit. Yeah. Oh, man. How about this? Same number for Colts quarterback Anthony Richardson. They're at Houston. Yeah, he went over Also, Bryce Young, Carolina QB. Uh, tomorrow night hosting the Saints. They're both at 193 and a half. I like Young. I like Young better than Richardson. I actually yeah. like the Texans to win today. So I, I, Richardson might be playing from behind a little bit. Yeah. All right. Very good stuff there. All right. The good stuff rolls on here on Countdown to Kickoff. We'll have redemption or more disappointment from these teams. A lot of shaky starts 
from some teams with high expectations. Do they right the ship, or is it more misery? Do we see 0-2 in the horizon? We will get to that right around the corner. Hang with us. Oh, what's going on, everybody? We are less than two hours away from kickoff in the early window of the NFL slate. Can't wait! Can't wait for it. We've got on the agenda over here, will it be redemption? That's right. Thank you, Bart Scott. Will it be redemption or more disappointment for these teams? So let's look at the Cincinnati Bengals, one of the more disappointing teams in week one. They scored three points. Joe Burrow had 82 passing yards against the Browns. Redemption today at home against the Ravens or more disappointment on the way? Uh, Jeff, you seem to think there's a redemption here, right? Part I do. Yeah. Um, you know, last week, remember last season, they threw five turnovers or threw five interceptions in week one and lost the Steelers. And they did actually lose in week two last week. Maybe not the best example, but they have started slow in the past, uh, early in the season. They've been fine. Remember, Burrow missed most of training camp, as we know, with a calf injury. He looked uncomfortable-ish in the pocket, right? Um, and he just didn't play well. He just didn't play well. And he's a good enough quarterback where you should not expect that to happen in back-to-back weekends. Also, the Browns were able to, and the Browns have a plan that works. Like, for whatever reason, their plan on defense has always worked against Joe Burrow. The Ravens' plan has never worked. (laughs) So I I don't know why today we expect it to work. Um, They don't have the pass rush the Browns do, which is what's really uh, frustrated uh, the Bengals. And so I, I just I think this is a, a win for the Bengals and, and, and a cover here, Crack. Yeah, this is a wise guy side, by the way. This, this was, there was actually a couple two-and-a-half minus 20s out there early in the week, and a lot of the sharp guys jumped on Cincinnati, and then they jumped on a minus three. There's actually a couple three-and-a-halves now in mm-hmm. town. You know, uh, it wasn't just Burrow that looked bad last week. So uh, Lamar Jackson definitely looked a little rusty. You know, he, it really, that, that was his first full game in like a year. So uh, it wasn't just him. Matter of fact, I'm going to have a play on this game later on. Uh, this is a, still a matchup of two legitimate teams that were, you know, supposed to be Super Bowl contenders. So uh, we, we, uh, we're going to see what we're going to see here. And this is one of the most anticipated uh, games of the day. Uh, like I said, especially for uh, the sharp guys, I, I can't find anyone that is picking Baltimore, even in, in the, in the, in our pools here in town with tens of thousands of people, just everyone's all over Cincinnati. And we all know what happens when someone's all over one side, the bookmakers, mm. the bookmaker definitely has God on his side. So. <laughs> Um, Yeah, you mentioned crack last week. Lamar Jackson, only 169 yards passing, one interception. His passer rating's under 80. Uh, I I can't for the life of me understand why Odell Beckham Jr. chose the Baltimore Ravens. I don't want this to sound like complete knee-jerk overreaction off of one game. But I think over the course of the season, why are you choosing Baltimore? Money. They gave him, him $15 Absolutely. Million. There's no doubt. Million. $15 mil, is that what it was? Yeah. It's cash. But this is a bridge contract, right? It's a one-year deal. So his next contract is tied to his production this season. So, yeah, he got paid in 2023, but I think that could absolutely hurt his cash going forward. So I didn't understand the move at the time. He had other offers. He had other teams. Maybe not as much money, but I think – you'd be winning out in the long run. But we'll see if OBJ is targeted more. 
Last week, only two catches for 37 yards, three targets. You know, it, it's crazy that you know we we um, we always do this thing where we say athletes should take less money, and I'm, I mean, we you know we're like you know what DeAndre Hopkins, you want to win a Super Bowl, take less money and go play for the Bills or Chiefs, right? Odell, man, go, you know, take less money, and then they never do it. I don't even know why we bother <laughs> doing that because it, it almost the only time that ever happens is. When you're on, you know, you're on your your fifth team and trying to look for a championship, which I guess I mean, but Odell already won a championship. He's not looking for that really, right? Um, or like when you're when you're hometown, you know, like you take a little bit of a hometown discount, right? Um, so yeah, it's uh, it, it, it never happens, man. It, it never hey, happens. If they they can do whatever they want to do, but I look at it where they did take a discount, uh, it, at least OBJ, DeAndre Hopkins is a little bit long in the tooth. But OBJ, listen, he was on track to possibly be Super Bowl MVP. You know what I mean? Like, and he went to the Ravens of all teams as if what? As if he's putting up numbers with Lamar? Lamar's just not that guy. You could put up numbers with a lot of other quarterbacks. Yeah, but I think he went. He went for the fifteen million dollars. No one, no one, no one was giving fifteen million dollars. But that's That's the thing is that's just twenty twenty three. If you're thinking beyond twenty three, I think that changes the math a lot. Yeah. It does, but um, I uh, I don't know. I, I I wish he had gone somewhere else for his own sake, and I think he'll be fine next year. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think he's just you know he went for the money this year, and he's you know, I think with Odell specifically too, you don't know how long he's going to play for, and so just going for the money this right. year might be you know the thing that he thinks is is best for his career. And I, I, look, I never really knock anyone for doing it, but when there's old these older players kind of say, well, I, I wish I won a championship at some point. I'm like, well. Someone who didn't win a championship, me, I would have taken less money to win a championship. So, um, especially when you've made a hundred million dollars, go find yourself. You know, like Hopkins. Hopkins went to Tennessee. Like, what, what are we doing? Right. Everyone could have told you that <laughs> offense was going to stink. You know, something to keep your eye on. Lamar, he's had a lot of success running the ball against the Bengals. He averages about eighty-three yards per game, seven career games against the Bengals. But last week, and it's something that you keep your eye on. Is Lamar changing his style a bit? Against the Texans, only six rushes for 38 yards. So keep your eye on that this week against the Bengals. He's routinely diced them up on the ground. You have the the horrible situation with J.K. Dobbins with the Achilles injury. Uh, He's gone for the season. So it's a running back by committee type situation. They're also down their left tackle, their center. That's right. Maybe their tight end, a cornerback, and a safety. That's a lot. Wow. It's a lot. You might need you to take off and run a little bit here, <laughs> Lamar, in this game. Um, something else here, redemption or more disappointment, Seattle. Seattle was a huge disappointment last week. They uh, allowed, what, 23 unanswered points against the yeah. Rams in Seattle. They lose by 17 points, and Stafford didn't even throw a touchdown pass. They still lost 30-13. to They're on the road against Detroit today. Minus their two starting offensive tackles crack. I mean, what do you think about this? Detroit favored by four and a half. And like Seamus said, some of the wise guy money is on the Seahawks, believe it or not, in this one. Yeah, well, you know what, though? I'm seeing back and forth. I'm seeing on the screen from four and a half to five and a half. So um, I don't know. After last week's Seattle offensive 
they were they just their offense was a dud last week. So I don't really know where 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 this is going to go. I'm actually you know staying off the game. I, if anything, um, I, I'm I'm interested to see. There were sixes on this game, by the way. The beginning yeah. of the week when the line came up, I was like, wow, that's a lot of points. Uh, but that's off of last week's game. You know, the Lions still riding high off off beating those beating those Chiefs. You know. Um, Last year, this game, I, I believe, when they met, it was like a was 48. Like 40, yeah. Was it 48, 45? It was something ridiculous. Like it was that, like correct. ridiculous. Crazy. So yeah. uh, you would definitely expect yeah. some points here today. Uh, and, and I was shocked to see this game open up yeah. 51 at two different bookmakers and go down to 47 where it's at now. Actually shocked me. So uh, maybe those offenses aren't the same teams they were. At least Seattle is not the same team they were last year. Um, I still think we might see some points here, though. Here's here's a question on this one, Crack, for you, though. And Brian, Brian gets this, of course, as well. Like, the number was, I think, like three in the look-ahead line. Mm. And then Detroit ekes out that close victory against Kansas City in a game the Chiefs should have won. And Seattle plays poorly in week one. To me, yep. at plus six... The value's sure. on Seattle here, right? Like, sure. To me, that's not a three-point swing in a game where Seattle didn't play as well. But the Lions, people are intoxicated by the Lions. They should have lost. Like, the Chiefs had many opportunities to win. That didn't, the Lions did nothing. Like, Kadarius Tony dropping that pass had nothing to do with the Lions. It was like they made a skillful play that led them to win the game. He dropped a pass. Even the Chiefs went ugly 23-21. You're like, oh, good job, Lions. Chiefs, you know, Chiefs do what the Chiefs do. And the line never goes to six. So that's why I think there was value at six. On From Seattle. a betting standpoint, this always happens weeks one to week two. Well, I, you, you'll hear this on many sharp uh, sports betting shows. You'll see the overreaction just based on score of week one to week two, where the value would be in that situation, Seattle plus the six points, maybe even uh, not, not the situation. Sometimes I'll buy the seven if I get a cheap seven, but you wouldn't have done it in this situation with a, such a high total. No. Um, but however, that is just all overreaction. You said the, the, the look ahead line three. It's just because Seattle was uh, upset at home. Uh, and, and, and that was an upset, by the way. It was like a, they were like five, five and a half. They knocked me out of one of my survivor picks in the pool oh, here in yeah. town. Um, so um, yeah. There, by the way, quick three thousand bucks I lost last week. Uh, with three, three of my survivor things out. Minnesota, Minnesota, Seattle. Three picks what do, out. What do you already. have left? How many more you got? Oh, I, I you know, I'm, I'm nuts. I bought them all ten. <laughs> so I, I have got ten left. Yeah. I, I, no, I have. Uh, I, I, I put ten thousand up on my own. Ten of them, and then I took half of. Eight other ones, so I have, I have, uh, I have a good twelve thousand, or you know, yeah, I have actually like fourteen, yeah, you know, like fourteen thousand. Sorry, involved in that pool. It's probably a little bit too much though, because you know, losing three in one week. And yeah. let me tell you though, this week, by the way, this this is a big pool in town, guys. I'm sorry to talk about this, but it's ten million bucks on the line here. So yeah. uh, this week, what do you guys think? What? Almost uh, half Ooh, the pool. Eliminator. Half the pool. No, yep. we lost 20% last week, so we're down to like, I don't know, 7,000 guys. Who are they on? Who are they on? Half the pool's on Buffalo. So yeah, uh, sir, I, think, I think Circa put out the week two selections. They, they yeah, did. And so they did. 40%'s on Buffalo. Buffalo. Nearly I was surprised at number two and number three. Shocked. Giants? Giants, 11, well, Giants not, scoring zero points? Is yeah, they're, they're number but two? Not, but everything, every week, the one who ever plays Arizona is going to have a high percentage right. of, of high points. I didn't expect that. You can knock yeah. the, but see, like using the Broncos this week is great because you knock the Broncos yep. out. You just use them, be done you with know. it. Here's what I don't understand, guys. There are seven people that made no pick 
So you took a thousand dollars to just throw thousand away. bucks That's and just forget. A pick. Well, after eleven last week, I think eleven thousand dollars was just given to us last week. Eleven people signed up for the contest oh, and never man. put their picks in. So yeah, you got seventeen thousand in dead money uh, in in the pool. And By the then, way, uh, yeah. Craig, I got a quick question for you, man, sure. because we always talk about closing line value, CLV. Yeah. And uh, take the Seattle Detroit game, for instance. Sure. You mentioned the numbers ticking up to like five and a half. If you're one of these bettors that says, hey, I think Detroit's going to win today, it's not an overreaction to week one. It's Seattle has both of their offensive tackles out. I, I think that Detroit's going to win by six or seven points. Where do you stand on closing line value i'll give you an example yesterday in college football you could have gotten florida yes. around Good plus example. seven and a half yep. earlier yeah. in the week seven and then and kickoff half. it's like plus five and a half there are some people that would say hey the value's gone it's not what it once was i'm but one if of them. you still like florida shouldn't you bet florida if you still like detroit even if the number's ticking up a bit should you still bet the lions well i'll use that underdog better a little bit stronger for me I am not betting Florida after I could have got seven or seven and a half, I, which is the keyest number in college football. I am not taking five and a half now. No, I'll just make a pass on the game. And if they win, they win. Like, they, you know, they won, they won. Okay, that's it. That's all you can do. Um, there's plenty of more opportunities. Yeah. Same thing here in Detroit. I probably wouldn't be taking – no, I'm not looking at the four and a half now when, when I could have taken six. Listen, they're not key numbers. Fives do land, though, uh, sometimes. It's amazing. Fives actually do land. Um, but I'm not interested in, in taking – um, you know, a, a lower point spread after I missed. I'm not going to be. A, I'm not going to the funeral if I didn't go to the wedding. I, the way I feel about it, Brian, <laughs> I like that. Yeah, is it? I think it depends on on the game and like what I think. Like, if, if, especially, I, I'll do it for for favorites. Like for underdog, like if, if I could get seven, but now it's a five, I probably won't do it. But mm-hmm. sometimes if a favorite, you know, if it's at uh, twenty two and it goes to twenty four, I'm like, ah, oh, I'll I'll be fine with that. But, like, I didn't call triple yesterday. But if I get a seven and now it's at four or three, I'm, I'm probably not going to take the underdog in that situation. Right, um, right. But getting key numbers is important. Like, I got Kansas City, not, not humble brag, minus two and a half when it came out this week. I'm like, great, minus two and a half. Wouldn't take it at three and a half. Mm-hmm. You know, I think Kansas City is going to win by, by seven points. But I, I just think you, you can't do it sometimes. Yeah, it's interesting, right? I get what you're saying, but every now and then you'll pass up an opportunity because you're so hung up on you could have gotten a better number. And I think sometimes that prevents That's a fair. win if you've got a, the right angle. If you've got oh, the right definitely side. prevents a win. I, I'm just stubborn. I'm, I'm, I'm just so schooled in getting the best of everything. But you're um, probably yeah. – but you're probably – Brian, if you if you know the numbers that well, you're probably going to try to get the best of the number earlier in the week, anyways. Absolutely, it's probably yeah. not a problem for like it's a, it's a question of if you haven't even bet on the game and you want to do it today, what do you what do you do? Right, 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 right. You're just late to the party, or you didn't anticipate the line movement, whatever. Yeah. But if you still have what you believe to be the right side, like every now and then you are costing yourself money. To Crack's point, there's a reason why you do it, right? Like if you're not in on the better line sometimes that can come back to bite you and i understand that's why you stay away so it's a mixed bag right there hey football season is here and now is the perfect time to kick off your excitement for all your favorite showdowns from live betting to player props betmgm has a variety of betting options at your fingertips new users can sign up 
for BetMGM's first bet offer. That's up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. Download the BetMGM app today or visit BetMGM.com and use code COUNTDOWN. Sign up and deposit at least $10, place your first wager, and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if that bet loses. That's code COUNTDOWN in the BetMGM app. All right, we've got Jeff Schwartz, eight-year NFL veteran, Bill Krakenberger, sports handicapper from crackwins.com. I'm Brian No. Oh, I'll tell you what, this is where we bond. Prop it up. Our favorite prop bets of the day. That's coming your way next. We are, what, an hour and 43 minutes on the nose from kickoff. Hang with us right here. It's Fox Sports Radio's Countdown to Kickoff, presented by BetMGM. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're talking tea, we're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Here are some examples of what you'll hear from us on Rappaport's reality podcast. This is where we discuss all things reality TV, all things popular culture. And a little bit of... Rappaport's reality, the reality of bit. us. We're a figuring out. And if we had been recording these last four or five days, Ooh. it, it would have been, Ooh, a, been the podcast would have taken a, a, a left turn. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carmen and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It is Fox Sports Radio's Countdown to Kickoff, presented by BetMGM. Every time you make a wager at BetMGM, you earn BetMGM rewards points that can be redeemed for things like free bets and risk-free tokens. They can also be converted to MGM rewards points that can be used towards dining shows and hotel rooms at over 20 MGM resorts. And customers will have a chance to win a big game Las Vegas experience Prizes include a three-night stay during Super Bowl weekend at a select MGM property, along with other prizes like entry to the BetMGM party and food and beverage credits. 
All right, let's do this. Prop it up. Let's go play. Player plays. Okay, uh, Vince Neal said, kickstart my heart. I crack him saying, kickstart my prop bets. Crack. I don't know if it's going to lead to a... a can, can, I, can I have way. more than one? Because I have, yes. as my uh, my, my buddy uh, Las Vegas Chris says, uh, I have a toilet paper roll full <laughs> of proposition bets. Just one. Uh, we, oh, just one. Okay. No, I'm just kidding. Give me all. Give me 73 right now. Oh. If that's what you have, Chris. Let's go. I, I want to. Jeff's gonna like this. The Falcons under Ritter under 185, 184 and a half, 185 and a half passing yep. yards. Um, listen, that's the lowest average depth of target in the last league. And literally, I'm looking at uh, some current numbers, guys. So I don't want to give you a bet. No, 185 and a half. Okay, cool. Um, I just think a lot of run, 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 and more running. I, I, I like uh, that under. I know there's been a lot of love for Atlanta today. But uh, I, I like under on uh, his yards. Here you go. Okay. I took Sam Howell under 199, I think it is. I think yeah. I saw it. I'm poor yeah. right now. I took Baker Mayfield under 223 and a half. Like, I just, he's just not... What are we doing? <laughs> like, it's, just, it's, too, it's too many. Too many. I took I took AJ Dillon, by the way, and then somebody be taking some cheese here over 57 and a half without Aaron I can Jones see being that. in there. I, um, no Aaron may, Jones, you gotta run the rock. Maybe right? not maybe I don't know, maybe not the best wager. Everyone else is doing it too, but I, I do like him to go over today. Um, over that number um, as well. I also think it might be fun um, for like a Chris Jones over half a sack like first game back <laughs> just going nuts in game one in his 30 snaps I, I could see it the only thing that bothers me is limited you know what I mean like what, what yeah. was it uh Nick Bosa similar situation situation right and he was uh, on a limited bitch count against the Steelers I don't think he had a sack last week so I, uh, I think he had one did he get I know, there? I think Watt had three, which is good for my TJ Watt over yeah, uh, over awesome. for the for the year. Um, I had Micah Parsons over sacks as well. He he had one and a half, I think, or two in, in game yeah. one. Uh, the sack dude, the sack numbers are low for these guys. They're like thirteen and a half um, for some of these sack this future this future numbers. I love some of the obscure guys. You know what I mean? Maybe you just pluck a, an obscure guy. Out of nowhere. Like, the Jets' offensive line is not good. Uh, just take a, a random Cowboys defensive tackle to, you know, to sack Zach Wilson there. Uh, a couple of things I'm looking at. Justin Herbert intrigues me this week because no Austin Eckler for the Chargers. I don't think they're going to run the ball very well anyway against the Titans. They pride themselves on nobody runs the ball on us. I think Justin Herbert against a depleted secondary, I think he's going to be throwing the ball a lot. So what intrigues me are the completions prop. That's at 25 and a half. I think he gets to 26 completions today on the road against the Titans. I'll take that one. I also have my eye on the attempts. He's got to get to 38 attempts. And I, I would also have like an eye squinting at the longest completion. have to be at least 38 yards. But I think there's a deep ball to be had. Or even a yak. It doesn't have to necessarily be a, a deep ball. It could be run after a catch. But um, I'm going to take Justin Herbert at least 26 completions today. Give me over 25 and a half. I like it. You dig deep into these. That's, that's, that's what I love about you, Brian. 
Who <laughs> crack? You, you you said you had plenty of them. You gave us one. Yeah. Oh no, because I didn't know if you'd. Want, oh God, like I we said, we want all of them. Toilet yeah. paper roll. This is why uh, we're listening. This is why you're here, buddy. We, we love you, but we right want to hear now, your wagers Craig. too. Okay, yeah. let, let's look at Tennessee Titans. This is going to be my second pick for you guys. Hopkins under 63 and a half receiving yards, uh, which I just I just checked that line. They they want to uh, spread the ball around a little bit more and. Right. Um, He's a little nicked up too, Craig. The quarterbacks quarterbacks also stink, so that's good. Yeah, Yeah. so uh, yeah, so that that's another under, and uh, I'm gonna have a couple more for you at the end of the show that I'm actually in the middle of betting, believe it or not, right now, because that's what I do on Sunday morning. (laughs) You haven't hit send; it's on deck, but you haven't. (laughs) Yeah, no, we got some more. uh, Do you ever just like at the end of the weekend, or do you just do you just like like in Sunday night, you just saddle up at your accounts and look, or like I've always been curious how you. You know, by the way, I'm one of the guys in media that that uh, one of the few rare people that give out plays uh, that admit losing. Unbelievably, last Sunday, props actually lost. I did not expect that. You know, I've hit 60% lifetime on props. And uh, destroyed the last few seasons. So returning to the mean is a, is a must for me here. Uh, but yes, at the end of the day, especially when I have, like literally, I think I bet 30, like I said, 30 or some props this week. But I only give you guys the ones that I feel that you can get um, in, in your jurisdiction. So um, the primetime ones are, the, are probably the better ones. But yeah, no, at the end of the day, I, I don't root. When I turn the game on, I don't root for the actual props. I don't root for the player. It's it's too much to root for. I'm rooting for maybe my survivor or something, or mm-hmm. you know maybe my, my my bigger bets, which you know uh, are, are more like totals and stuff. And props, of course, are bigger bets. But it's hard to root for every single one. I want to have some longevity to life. <laughs> You're not gonna make it uh, two more years if you're worried about all these prop bets, you know. How, what, a couple of throw out what you guys think of it. What do you think? of We talked about the Falcons. They don't throw it a whole lot. Drake London, their wide receiver. He's matched up on Jair Alexander, who is a tremendous corner for the, the Packers. The passing yardage, or, or the receiving yardage, I should say, for Drake London, 44 and a half. It sounds low. ridiculously low, but... Don't be surprised if the under hits there. They don't throw it a whole lot, and he's matched up on Alexander. Would you look if to anything, the under I lean there? Under. I lean under if anything. Yeah, yeah, under there. How about this, too? Another one to throw out. Our guy, Brock Purdy. He has thrown multiple touchdown passes in all six of his regular season starts. They're up against the Rams today. The Rams, not a deep team. They played good defense last week against Geno Smith in Seattle, but this is not Seattle. What do you think about Brock Purdy over a touchdown and a half? Would you go Ooh. with it? I, I love make, making bets on quarterback touchdowns, but I'm always on the under. So I'm, I, not that I have that under on that one, but I, I do like betting under uh, because public loves to bet over one and a half on these quarterback touchdowns. So easy. But that being the biggest public team in a week, I'm still staying away from it, though. And guess what I'm doing? I'm rooting for you. <laughs> it's just a discussion, Crack. No, I know. Throw it no, 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 I get it. I get you. I get you. But I think that one of the things that stands out to me is – Brock Purdy is not one of these big-name quarterbacks. We're talking about him here and there, but he's not a top-10 guy. He's not talked about as a top-5 guy. He's one of those sneaky guys betting-wise where you're not like, oh, I'm, I'm betting Brock Purdy to throw two touchdown passes yeah, today. I think that's, you say that about a lot of yep. other quarterbacks before him. That is true, though. Like, it's kind of, like no, one's, no one's probably going to be on this. Right. 
I, yeah. So, Jeff, you dabbling? Staying away. Um, Brock Purdy touchdown prop. I don't. I, I, this game has kind of spooked me a little bit because I, th- I feel like it's. Very, it, the Niners should win this game by four touchdowns, but probably the Rams probably cover. I, I have made no wages on this game whatsoever for that reason. I tease the Niners down to one. I think every person in America who wagers has teased the Niners did. down to one. Very good. Um, very very scary this week, by the yeah, way. Teasers look too easy. I know, right? Like the like like the, too the, easy, like man. A Bills, Bills, uh, Bills uh, Cowboys, Cowboys. Niners, I think these are three games. <laughs> um, these games look too like this is oh, this is money, man. This is simple. I, I mean, this looks really. Last weekend, right? Like last weekend, yeah. the Vikings teaser, everyone was on, right? That yep. obviously busted. Um, so someone's gonna, someone's gonna do it. Uh, someone's gonna have a, <laughs> a bad teaser here at some point, and I don't know who it's gonna be, but um, yeah, someone's gonna get, someone's get bit by the teaser bug. By the way, I loved your tweet, crack, talking about what teasers and if we could uh, get it back to even money. Oh, Does everybody oh. know about that? It, that reminded me of like the Seinfeld scene when like uh, Steinbrenner was out there with the you know the the, the, the guy was bomber. Like, what do you what do you need bomber? He said, Yeah, you want some the one the different jerseys different? Okay, I could I could do that. Yeah, please don't hurt us. And then so it's the same kind of thing there. The hackers here in Vegas. I just figured since they were you know asking all these demands, you know, hundreds of millions of dollars. You know, throw in the, can you please get us back to six-point even teasers? Maybe get rid of that, uh, the parking fee, too. And you know what? I forgot about that. That extra uh, fee when you come in and you check in the hotel, they charge yeah. you like 40 yes. bucks. Yeah. Get rid of that fee, too. That, that's the my three demands. Uh, so for, yeah, the, the, I wish the, so if the hackers can throw them in, that would be nice for us regular guys, too. Regular joke. Uh, very quickly on the inactive list have, have come out. And might explain a little bit of the Falcons. My Packers left tackle David Bakhtiari is out, uh, so they're out. Their yep. best running back, the best wide receiver, and their left tackle. Oh wow! Could explain a lot of money on the Falcons today. Absolutely. I know we'll have more information from our main man Nick Cope to spin us around the NFL right now. Nick, with the latest, what's going on, buddy? All right, guys. Yes, uh, Jeff just got to that news there for the Packers. All those guys in active line still currently uh, Falcons minus three, according to our friends at BetMGM. That's moved up half a point this morning. Chiefs tight end Travis Kelsey, defensive tackle Chris Jones. No surprise, they are active. Both guys making their season debuts. Jones expected to play about 20 to 30 snaps today. Chiefs length three and a half on the road at Jacksonville, thanks to BetMGM. Texans quarterback C.J. Stroud popped up on the injury report late this week with a shoulder injury. He is officially active and will play. A little side note in this matchup, him and Anthony Richardson on the other side for the Colts. It's the youngest quarterback matchup ever in the NFL. Just over 43 combined years between the two of them. Texans laying a point at home according to BetMGM. It's funny, real fast Nick, Tom Brady was older than that last year. (laughs) Exactly. There's got to be a way. Uh, I'm going to find out what the oldest quarterback matchup is because now it's got to be Brady involved at some point. Hopefully Steve DeBerg was in that. Yeah. <laughs> wow. You guys are old enough to know who Steve DeBerg is? All yeah. right. Oh, yeah. Chargers defensive end Joey Bosa is active. They're going against the Titans. DeAndre Hopkins is active for Tennessee. Remember Austin Eckler out, the running back for the Chargers, but apparently he's got a good chance to come back next week. Chargers lane two and a half on the road in Nashville, according to Bet MGM. 
Let's go to the Ravens at the Bengals. Baltimore tight end Mark Andrews is active. Running back Melvin Gordon was elevated to the active roster yesterday. Ravens currently three and a half point underdogs in Cincinnati, according to BetMGM. Bears at Buccaneers. Chicago wide receiver Chase Claypool is active. And for Chicago as well, running back Dante Foreman, he is a healthy, inactive Buccaneers favored by two and a half at home, according to BetMGM. Then in the late afternoon window, Dallas receiver Brandon Cooks is not expected to play. Cowboys healthy favorites at home against the Jets, laying eight and a half, according to BetMGM. Guys, back to you. Thank you, Nick. It is Fox Sports Radio's Countdown to Kickoff, presented by BetMGM. BetMGM is now available under one wallet in select states. For example, if you're in the DMV area, no need to worry about making separate accounts for D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. When crossing state borders, simply log on to your existing account instead of creating a new one. You know, it's interesting. You want to have strong stances when it comes to betting, but you also want to be fluid at the same time. It's a weird mixture right there, but I think about you, Jeff, where we started off the show and you weren't with the Falcons, but there's new information now. No David Bakhtiari. We knew about Christian Watson and Aaron Jones. With all that combined, what do you think now about the Falcons minus three? No, I'm still not doing that. I'm not betting on Desmond Ritter, sorry, um, (laughs) as a home favorite against a a good Packers football team. I'm just just not. I mean, if he was plus three, sign me up. Yeah. Minus three, eight, not touching a crack. No How about chance. you, crack? Yeah. No. You think? No, no, no. Green. Actually, now that it's over, moved to the three. I would lean to the three. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I'm not. I'm not looking to to bet Atlanta. Like, like um, Seamus said, though. Uh, listen, I do know many sharp guys. I know two different sharp guys that bet. Very- Ridiculous amounts of money. I couldn't believe how much this one guy bet, who I do respect for Atlanta to, you know, go yes, no, yes to go to the playoffs, over season wins, win division. So, but I am not sold at all. I, By the I, way, I, a question for you, Crack, because yeah. uh, you like to do things that are correlated, right? Yes. But not always. So, for instance, you're on the under, let's say you're on the under Jordan Love's passing yardage. Sure. And then all of a sudden the line moves and you're like, hey, I could get. You know, I, I could get, uh, well, I guess it is correlated if you take the Packers plus three. But mm-hmm. if there's ever a situation where it's not correlated, do you just say, because a lot of people will say, well, I don't want to go against my earlier prop bet and yeah. bet on this team. I think you just say the heck with it. There's a good number. I'm betting the number every right bet now. Is, every bet is individual. But however, if you ever notice the same game parlays that I build, they're always correlated. Uh, I'm not going to build one of them without it being correlated. So, um, yes. I, but, however, if doesn't mean a number can't change and become an independent bet on its own. I'll bet things that are, are, are totally uh, – I, I don't even realize it till you know, literally till after the game started or after the game's over what I had to have so many bets sometimes on, on – especially on a Saturday. So, uh, to answer your question, every bet is normally independent of, of, of another bet, but for the same game parlays that we build here for the bet MGM part, I, I usually um, – I actually always – do it with a correlation so all right we've got a uh, jeff schwartz eight-year nfl veteran we've got bill krakenberger sharp dude crackwins.com sports handicapper i'm brian no coming up next a lot of key injuries on both sides what do we make of this matchup it is fox sports radio's countdown to kickoff presented by BetMGM. 
Uh, we're an hour and 11 minutes away from kickoff here. It is Fox Sports Radio's countdown to kickoff presented by BetMGM. Be sure to check out the new look and features in the BetMGM app. It's fast and easy access to the sports you love, whether it's teasers, NFL survivor pools, live betting, the Daily Lions boost, or the cash out feature. New users can sign up. For BetMGM's first bet offer, that's up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. Download the BetMGM app today or visit BetMGM.com and use code COUNTDOWN. Sign up and deposit at least $10, place your first wager, and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If that bet loses, that's code COUNTDOWN in the BetMGM app. All right, let's dive into this. This is Same Game Parlays. All right, Crack, lay out a same gamer for us here, buddy. Well, just like I said, I'm going to build one of these with some correlation. Let's look at tomorrow night. Let's look at the Carolina-New Orleans game. So under 39.5 to Michael Thomas under 49.5 receiving yards to Derek Carr under 249.5 passing yards. You know, you can scroll, toggle up and down. That's the numbers I picked. So picking those three, you get back a plus 320, okay? 100 wins you 320 bucks. Okay, so you're under for the game, right? Under 39 and a half. Yep. You said Saints receiver Michael Thomas under 49 and a half? Correct. And what's the number for Derek Carr? Derek Carr under 249 and a half passing yards. 49 and a half. On the scroll. Yep. All right. Little uh, correlation. It's just, you know, listen. You sprinkle a little little nugget. You don't go crazy. You have some fun. You want to watch a game. I know how it happens. You're going to have a bet anyway on the game. There you go. There it is. Very nice. Monday. Hey, by the way, with the Saints and Panthers, Jeff, what's the dollar amount we're putting on Saints Panthers again this year? Five dollars. Okay. All right. We're just running it back. Yeah. I I didn't know if we bumped it up to five thousand or not. No. Last year, I didn't look at my Panthers either, and we ended up winning. So I'm uh, I'm curious how this one goes. on uh, this Monday night, it's uh, two Monday night football games this week. I might. It's at seven o'clock. I thought about taking my kid. Mate I don't like that. I don't, I don't like either. the two Monday night football it. games. I yeah, hate I don't that. like. I don't it. like it either. I don't even know this. You guys will answer this. Are they both? Bro- I know. Obviously, one. Are they both broadcast on different networks? Obviously. Or? Well, one's on, on ESPN, ESPN and the other one's on ABC. Oh, there yeah. you go. All so right, so they're the both on. Umbrella. So you guys yeah, will have your split screens going. Yep. Uh, I probably it. won't watch Panther Saints to be honest with you. Okay. I don't know. He's going to take a pass on that one? Nah, just take a pass. I yeah. don't know. Let me just um, tell you something. Pittsburgh is uh, being bet Pittsburgh. right now as we speak. Pittsburgh, I know this looks like the funny line of the week. I don't know if we we're going to get to it, but I just wanted to say it now anyway. Yeah. This is like the funny line of the week, guys, this Pittsburgh game. I mean, Cleveland looked good against Cincinnati. Pittsburgh looked tremendously bad. We every every sharp guy, every square guy, everyone thought, well, you know. And listen, you got to understand that people go off preseason a little bit, but Pittsburgh's supposed to be better this year. However, this is the real week. Pittsburgh, Cleveland, great game. I think Pittsburgh's a great teaser leg. So okay. just to let you know, going through the key numbers of three and seven, I think Pittsburgh yeah. a low total like that down to thirty eight now. Most most of the sports books, I think it's really good to go through the key numbers and take Pittsburgh as a home dog here. We're going to see just how bad they are. It's, this is a great situation for Pittsburgh, though. Mm-hmm. We'll see. Yeah, divisional game, right? So you think about knowing the Browns very well, and the, I like these teams that are coming off embarrassing performances as well. Yes, correct. <laughs> the power of embarrassment is real yeah, is. in the NFL. I, I have Pittsburgh in my in my contest this week. Um, I think it's a great spot for them. They looked terrible week one. 
Tallman is a great home dog. Stefanski's bad in, in division. I think he's six and eighteen, something like that, in division against the spread. Um, and and again, this is the important thing of watching games sometimes. Deshaun Watson wasn't very good. Uh, the, the, the Browns won because the Bengals stunk more than anything else. And I think Pittsburgh's defense. I, I just think I think we get a bounce back game from, from. I don't like betting standalone games like that. I guess it's not really standalone. There's two games on Monday night, but the number to me um, is just too good to pass up in this situation. Yeah, I like when there's a stinky line in your estimation there, crack for sure. Yeah, no, this, this is one of those funny lines, man. When you just say like, this looks too funny. I mean, it looks like after week one. Come on, what do you think the public's going to be on here? You think the public's going to be on Pittsburgh? I don't think so. No, think well, how about you know same point spread? The Patriots favor are a two point two and a half point underdog. The Dolphins' offense looked all world last week. And then you have the the Patriots as a sneaky home underdog. That's I, another yeah, I maybe not Pats as stinky too. as Steelers, but that stands out. I like it the could, Pats too, guys. It could After be another situation where you tease the dog there. I, I like teasing lower totals, but yeah, I mean, get, think about New England getting you know oh, through the three and the seven there. That should be we have, we got some fun games on tap for mm-hmm. prime time in Miami, New England tonight, and Cleveland, Pittsburgh tomorrow. Wow, these should be oh, fun. Yeah. Absolutely, it's going to be a ton of fun right there. Can't wait. Hopefully profitable too, Crack. Hopefully yep. profitable. Major line move, like I said, guys. It's going red and black on my screen right now. I like it. Steelers. <laughs> it's just a, yeah. everything's yeah. just flickering right the, now. When all yeah. the big, when it looks like a Christmas tree, when all yeah. the big ones, when the, the major sports books move, they all move. So they're all headed towards the two. All, all right. right, we've got two really intriguing matchups, some injury issues, to say the least. That is on the way. Oh, what is going on, everybody? Week two is here. Less than an hour away until kickoff. Man, I'll tell you what, injury issues already this early in the season. The biggest storyline, obviously, Aaron Rodgers out for the season. Oh, oh, sorry, Jeff, maybe not the Super Bowl just Oh, I'm sorry, yeah, he might come back in five months, sure. Yeah, might come back. Innovative surgery. Just have to have Zach Wilson get him through the AFC. <laughs> totally this likely. Is, I go over to doing this storyline, dude. Come on, this is so silly. <laughs> but in any event, the Jets taking on the Cowboys today in what sets up to be a defensive, just slobber knocker right there. Uh, Zach Wilson going up against that Cowboys defense, which was dominant last week against the Giants. I don't think anybody's expecting you know Zach Wilson to be all world. And by the same token, the Jets' defense was tremendous last week. Forced Josh Allen, Bills quarterback, to turn the ball over four times. So going up against Dak Prescott, who had his injury issues last year. No turnovers last week against the Giants, but he had uh, seven straight games with at least one interception. So we'll see if Dak... This is the true test, I feel like. Can he be on point in what shouldn't be a route today against a top-flight Jets defense. Got my eye on Dak as well. Yeah, you know, I think his passing number I saw is like 218. It's pretty low, right? Um, uh, but you know what I realized? The, the Cowboys' offense was good, not great against the Giants. I mean, they, they, they scored twice on, on obviously, non-offensive possessions. One defense, one special teams. Uh, the Jets' defense is really good. The, the, only, the, only, thing I, the only thing I caution you about this, this game is that... Um, when you have a defense like the Jets, or really any good defense, and your offense can't match, at least give you a little bit of help, 
by the third, third, late third, fourth, late third quarter, early fourth quarter, you kind of start to wear down a little bit. It's a situation where you feel good about the Jets. It's 13-10. Cowboys are winning. And then all of a sudden, the Cowboys goes to 20-10. And they get to 27-10. Like, it, it can spiral quickly if Zach Wilson cannot play well. And I don't know why we believe he's going to play well. So, remember, his offense coordinator is Nathaniel Hackett, who has never been a good OC anywhere he's been. We have we have data of this. We proved that was that Zach Wilson is playing. Like I, I get the Cowboys defense that's good. I, that's what worries me about the Jets plus the nine, which I think most sharp people would be on would be on the Jets here. It's a lot of points. It's a lot of points. NFL game, right? Um, Definitely, but especially I, I, in a low total like this. Yeah, I I don't feel great about it if I am back in the Jets here. There's there's some really I'm not a, you know guys I think you guys know I I hate trends uh, I'm not a trend year over year I'm only same year trend. There's some really favorable lifetime trends which just they make common sense though yes. because of the overreactions of the public of teams that uh you know that, that like from previous weeks uh, how they did off that first week performance and dallas is clearly um you know even though the jets won if the jets would have lost that would even been made, made this a maybe stronger trend but uh dallas you know, after that, right away, this line was nine and a half after uh, we seen what, what happened with Rodgers last week from three. By the way, it was three sticking on the screen, three everywhere. The you know, pre-flop line, you, you know, you can bet uh, any any week uh, given throughout the year. So the line was three. I, no quarterback is worth six and a half points in a game, I don't think. I mean, you know, come on. Uh, and the, as we see how good their def- defense was, they stepped up. Really unbelievable. Down 10 points, halftime, quarterback gone for the season. They, were, they, they had to be so down, but yet – they got up, and it was really a, a testament to that to that team. And um, they they may keep it closer here than people think, uh, based on the Dallas forty to nothing. That's what I was referring to the forty to nothing game. Yeah. Uh, they may keep it closer here. Uh, big big. Uh, I, I stayed away from in the in the survivor pool, so um, it, you know th- there's reasons why. Then again, in these pools, you have to keep you have to keep these games open for Thanksgiving and Christmas. That's its own weeks if you survive that long. So you have to keep one of those six games, one of those six teams alive. So maybe that's the reason too. I left them off there. But anyway, I think it'll be a better game than people think. I'm looking yeah. forward to seeing it. Uh, but nothing will surprise me. This is the NFL. Another blowout wouldn't surprise me. You know. 30 nothing, but then again, the Jets actually winning the game wouldn't surprise me either. So yeah, hey, listen, man, I I hear what you're saying, crack, and I mean, think about this too. That was a late comeback for the Jets. It wasn't just a comeback with everything you explained. We're talking about there's about five minutes to go, and yep. they came back like that. So something to keep in mind. I think also a lot of the conversation when we're talking about games in general, it turns into just the quarterbacks. And if you look at Zach Wilson, he's nothing to write home about. But you look at this spot with his offensive line going up against that Cowboys pass rush. And so that's where Jeff, Nathaniel Hackett, he's got to do a good job of putting Zach Wilson in as good of a spot as he can be (laughs) because that is not a favorable matchup. He's got to move the pocket, a lot of quick stuff, get the ball out. But you can't have him just holding the ball back there with a – weaker offensive line against Micah Parsons. That is a recipe for disaster. So I want to see what not only Zach Wilson does, but can that offensive line play better? Can Nathaniel Hackett help Zach Wilson out somewhat with his game planning and his play calling? (laughs) 
something to keep your eye on there as well. It absolutely is. And, and you guys made the point, and it's certainly true last week about the, the comeback. But, you know, if Dak Prescott can just not throw the ball to the other team like we saw Josh Allen do, yeah. the game is much different, right? And so Josh Allen was not able to contain his excitement to throw the ball to the Jets. And if, if, if the Cowboys just play a solid game plan, no mistakes, they will cover this game. I'm not putting money on it, but I do think that putting money on Zach Wilson to me, even though nine and a half points is a lot of points in the NFL. Like Think about all the different scores. Right. That's what you have to do, guys. You think about the scores about some of these games, right? If they're for by nine points, right? You can see the Cowboys win this game 24-17. Jets cover, right? Yeah. 21-17. Jets cover. 17-14. These are all out. 24. These are all outcomes that seem very plausible in this game. Sure. That's why I think the play would be the Jets, but I, I'm not going to – I can't I can't stomach it. What you do still you didn't bring that, yourself to do it. I love no. it. Yeah. That's good. No, that's good. I get what it. What do you it's, think the point total needs to be for the Cowboys that the Jets can't get within that number? You understand? Like, So how many points did the Dallas have yeah. to score? Yeah, like, does Dallas have to get to 27? Yeah. They have to get to 30? That's that's the number, yeah. That's a good point, right? If they get to 27-17, it would have to be, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. I think that's why you got to put the money on the Jets here. Yeah. How about this other game, too? Chargers at the Titans. Injury issues on both sides. So you've got Austin Eckler, who had a magnificent day running the ball against my Dolphins last week. He's out with an ankle. Joey Bosa is in, but he's questionable with a hamstring you look at the Titans side, their secondary is all banged up. Christian Fulton, starting corner, out. Amani Hooker, starting safety, out. You also have Jeff, starting offensive lineman, Peter Skaronsky, your guy. He's out as well. So with these injury issues, how do you think this one sets up? To me, I think it sets up where Herbert is throwing the ball a lot. I think this is a much different game plan than week one against the Dolphins where yeah. Austin Eckler's just running it, running it. I think you're seeing a lot more throws against a much better rush defense. Jeffrey Simmons and the Titans, they're not going to allow no. like the backup Chargers running back to do his Austin Eckler impression from last week. That is not no. happening today. I- I'm with you there, but the the problem I have in this game is that the Titans' offense is just horrific. Like, it's just bad. Um, it was bad last season, and they rolled back with Ryan Tannehill and Will Levis and Malik Willis, and it just looked bad again. Five field goals on the road in New Orleans. And th- thankfully, Vrabel was like, kick that field goal to cover that game for me. Um, <laughs> at the end, he, like, he was down four, kicked yeah. the field goal about five minutes left. Very easily should have you know gone forward on fourth and five and been done I agree. Um, really lucky but I was like, I'll, I'll take it, buddy. Yeah. Um, their yeah. defense is always good in Tennessee, right? But if their offense cannot keep pace, then the Chargers will eventually win this game and cover this game, right? But, um, but part, I think part of wagering, at least for me, I don't know how this is. I think crack. I think you just you wager based off of of your numbers and whatnot. Like, mm-hmm. I have to sort of be able to stomach like rooting for a team. Like, I have to be able to like. And so that's why I said like, like, putting money on Zach Wilson, like, like Desmond Ritter. It's like I, I, ugh. I, I don't mind rooting for the Chargers to cover this game, but on the road, the Chargers covering a game against a, a quality team like the Titans, right, man. Right. Right. Oh, like you know, like you, you, I can I can convince myself like I have the Packers this week in the contest. I have the Patriots. I can I can back a Bill Belichick team at home. 
uh, who played better in the second half of that game against a red hot Dolphins team. I could stomach that, right? I could stomach Mike Tomlin as a home underdog. Like, I can I can live with those wagers if they lose. But like Chargers on the road, the Chargers who charger everything on the like, I can't Brian, I can't do that. I hear you. <clears throat> this game opened up three, down to two and a half. I know two different groups uh, that bet Tennessee, and uh, I definitely lean Tennessee too. With, with the three, it was a good line. I mean, uh, th- their offense struggled big time uh, last week, but then again, the Chargers' defense also struggled sure. big time Man. last week. So, um, it, listen, Tannehill, my God, did he take some bad. Uh, this week, he was Buried by all these shows. I listened to a couple different podcasts and they He's buried him. Well, he had three. I think he had three interceptions. So I mean, I understand first week, but he has to play better, or else they're not going to win this game. But uh, the Chargers are, are the one one of the teams that really. Maybe it's because of the previous, uh, you know, Chargers. I just never made money with the Chargers on anything I did with no them. No one does. Oh, God, it seems like I've lost money, so much money on the Chargers over the past decade I never decade made and money and with the Chargers with anything I did. Oh, I love that. That's a great So hopefully, right yeah, I do have a little peanut on, on, on uh, Tennessee because I got some plus three. But, uh, yeah, it seems like I always struggle with, with – uh, with, with, with betting for or against the Chargers. And, uh, yeah, I, I lean Tennessee in this game. Like you said, Chargers on the road, Tennessee's at home here. I, I don't even – I can't even believe this game was, was three. So it looked like a pretty good bet from uh, the two groups I know, and I actually bet it myself for, like I said, a peanut. Austin Eckler, he rushed for 117 yards last week. I wouldn't be surprised if that's what Derrick Henry does today. This is going to be a smash-mouth football game from the Tennessee st- uh, standpoint offensively it's going to be much different styles like you think about styles make fights if you're talking about a boxing match you're talking about a knockout artist and like a, a, a finesse counterpuncher. if you like two very very different styles yeah. where I think the Chargers in this matchup they're going to be throwing it like crazy I think the Titans are going to be running it like crazy so I think that's the way it's going to play out It'll be interesting to see which style ends up winning on this side. But I get you guys. Like, I like the points in this matchup with the Chargers. And uh, that defense has got to be better than it was last week. But I don't know if it's going to be good enough. I, I really don't to win this game outright. It might sound crazy to some, but the Titans, that's the thing, man. The Titans play such a physical style of football. And I don't want to make the Chargers out to be only finesse because they're not. But the, the Titans played just this rough and tumble style. And early on in the season, when that doesn't come back to bite you and they aren't all banged up, um, I, I think I know they have injuries today, but even the guys going, I think being fresher earlier in the season, home opener, uh, coming off a bad loss, yeah, I, I like the Titans plus the points in this spot. I think that's the only wager to make here, but... I have no feel for how this could go because of the Titans' offense could just perk up this game. The Chargers' run defense has been bad, as you mentioned. It's been bad for years. I don't know why Staley can't fix that for some reason. Yeah, um, it's just a not to me. It's an not interesting game to wager on. I think it's a it's a scary game because it has the potential to make you look really stupid. You know what I also, mean? If you, yeah. Are the Chargers going zero two to start the season? Are the Chiefs going zero two? The Bengals going zero two? Are, are the Bills going zero two? Like. It, it, someone probably will. Someone, someone is. But yeah. it's. I don't. I, I don't. I just think those teams are are good enough to not be zero and two. Basically. Yeah. 
I don't know, man. You might have. I think you have at least one of those four that you mentioned. You might have two. I mean, you've got a legitimate shot to have two of those four lose. I don't see the Bills losing. That's probably the team that will lose. (laughs) I don't see the Bills losing at home to the Raiders. But would I be shocked if the Chargers lost? No. Uh, Would I be shocked if the Bengals lost at home to the Ravens? No. It's a divisional matchup. Goodness. The, The Ravens almost won with the who's the backup QB for Lamar in the yeah Tyler Huntley in the playoff game if he doesn't fumble the Ravens might win that game in the playoffs yeah I I I do the Chargers being 0-2 in this specific game feels more realistic than all the other options like I just don't think Kansas is losing today Mm -hmm. Jacksonville's good I I I don't think they're losing today I I just they played so poorly in offense in week one their defense is far better than we give them credit for they're not going to lose this game in Jacksonville today. I think Mahomes has just a ridiculous day. I actually put Kadarius Tony in my fantasy lineup today that I had on my bench. Oh, I think man. they're just like <laughs> give him the ball and say, "Buddy, here you go." You got, they need him right, to be part right. of the offense. Like, he has to be right. part of the offense. So give him the ball and let him be part of the offense and just trust that he plays better this week. Um, so I just think um, is uh, I am uh, I, I know that's kind of where I, I sit with that with the Chiefs game. I, I think they're going to win. So maybe the Chargers are the, the surprise zero and two team. The Kansas City game is probably the game that out of the every game on this board that I'm looking at because I look at three different sports books opening lines to the closing lines, they are exactly the same on that game. So there has been two way action oh, yeah. on that game, three and fifteen and a half almost across the board uh, on all three, three minus fifteen. But it's exactly the same. That that means to me that there's actually there is some action on Jacksonville too, though not just the one way there. By the way, I have to mention this real fast. The Kadarius Tony receiving yards prop is at 28 and a half, and it's juiced to the under. But I hear what you're saying, Jeff, where it's like, yeah. you know, let's, let's give him a couple of easy completions, right? Like, he's a pro. I don't see lightning striking again for a second straight week. You got to get to 29 receiving yards? That could be a completion. It would have been the one that he dropped, you know, the deep ball. I'm going to bet that. I'm just telling you right now, I'm going to bet that. All right, we've got Jeff Schwartz, eight-year NFL veteran. We've got Bill Krakenberger from crackwins.com, sports handicapper. I'm Brian No. Coming up next, it's a mixed bag for this team going forward. Tremendous on one end of the field, uh, not so tremendous on the other side of the ball. We'll get to that matchup coming up around the corner. We are just about 40 minutes away from kickoff. Hang with us here. It's Fox Sports Radio's Countdown to Kickoff, presented by BetMGM. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're talking tea, we're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Here are some examples of what you'll hear from us on Rappaport's Reality Podcast. 
This is where we discuss all things reality TV, all things popular culture. And a little bit of Rappaport's reality, the reality of us. We're figuring out. And if we had been recording these last four or five days, it it would have been been juicy. The podcast would have taken a, a, a left turn. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny. The warmth of Fredo and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carmen and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Oh, we are 35 minutes away from kickoff. It is Fox Sports Radio's Countdown to Kickoff, presented by BetMGM. Once a day, play BetMGM's free-to-play 8-Bit Barry for a chance to win daily prizes. Play as Hall of Famer Barry Sanders and choose to spin, stiff arm, or juke your way to the end zone. To win prizes, if Barry scores a touchdown, you score a reward. All right, so we've got the Dolphins Against the Patriots. Sunday night football. Patriots a two and a half point home underdog. The Dolphins. It was a mixed bag last week. Tua Tungavailoa throws for 466 yards. You have Tyreek Hill with over 200 yards receiving. They were tremendous. The defense, not so much. Defense gave up 234 rushing yards to the Chargers last week. So you don't have to be a Rhodes Scholar. What are the Patriots going to try to do? They're not going to try to air it out with Mac Jones. They're going to try to run the ball effectively. That's one of the parts of this thing. And then also, I can't wait to see that Dolphins high-octane offense against a divisional opponent and a Bill Belichick coach team. They play solid defense over there. Uh, so that to see that play out, that's going to be magnificent. But the Patriots defense got to do their part because Mac Jones and that offense is limited. They can only score so much. Yeah, they got down sixteen nothing early to the Eagles. A couple a couple turnovers didn't help, and then they outscored them what twenty five to twenty four to thirteen, I think, the rest of the game. Was, well, they only was, scored. They got to twenty, right? The oh, Patriots so twenty five twenty was the final score. Okay, so twenty they outscored them twenty to thirteen, I believe. Then um, it, uh, I mean, tw- uh, excuse me, twenty to nine is how they outscored them. Um, they played fine the second half. Like they played at the pitcher I thought they would be this season. Ball control, troll line of scrimmage, play really good defense. The question is, Tyreek Hill has always cooked Bill Belichick defenses. Mm-hmm. Um, so how do they how do they stop him? Um, is it Chris Gonzalez just one on one? You know, Belichick for so many years has doubled the number one wide receiver and then put. Um, his number one corner on the second guy. So like a, they put him on Waddle and then double Tyreek Hill. I'm just curious how they stop the Dolphins' offense because when the Dolphins' offense is rolling, it is a difficult thing to stop. 
I have New England plus three. I like that number. Um, I think this is a good spot to, 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 to pick them here. But I do have my concerns about defensively being able to keep up with the Dolphins' passing attack. I actually, uh, you know, th- this game was, was a game I almost pushed the button on. Uh, I seen a, a, a three for a hair, minus 115. I did not. I guess that's the way I would lean, but... Uh, this is a great primetime game to watch here. Old school division rival. Listen, how good did the Dolphins look last week? Jesus, they looked like invincible with, with Tua. So, uh, and again, like you said, uh, with Hill putting up big numbers with their, um, and, and historically against Belichick. Um, you know, the, the Patriots did hang in there. And I'll tell you what, I thought the Patriots probably should have won the game. They, they really had a good, uh, well, I mean, I shouldn't say won the game. because, But they had, they definitely should have covered the game, that's for sure. The two-point conversion at the end, I think there was a penalty, too, that made it yeah. a longer two-point conversion at yeah. the end of the game there. But um, I, I think they definitely should have covered the game uh, last week. And, and I, like I said, I would lean to them. But I'm just not a Mac Jones fan. I, I don't know. Uh, even I didn't even say it on the on the air. Well, here here's another prop for you guys. I gave it to you last week. Um, I think Jeff. I think it was. A, I think it actually lost last week. It went over. I, I like Jones passing yards under again today. So, um, as a matter of fact, I didn't. Um, but I bet a little little bet on it. I'm going to do some line searching and make another bet on it. I always like to bet a little bit closer towards game time on primetime games because mm-hmm. I'm betting unders 80%, something like that, 70%, 80%, 90%. I'm betting unders. I usually bet towards game time on primetime games when everyone loves to bet over because it's fun. It's not fun to root for no offense. So uh, that's something I'll look to, to do more towards tonight. But uh, anyway, it should be a good game. How about would you uh, dare bet under Tua right here? You know, oh, I'm sure everyone's betting over. So, yeah. um, you know, it's, it's interesting. I, I wouldn't be betting over, um, yeah. you know, if anything under. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, we've got hooks vanishing, right? Yes. So uh, a couple of games where Cincinnati, uh, San Francisco, the Chiefs, we'll get to that momentarily where that hook can come in very, very handy. And uh, it, it could come in handy if it's not there. So we'll discuss that coming up. Nick Cope with us this morning to spin us around the NFL landscape. What is going on here, Nick? What's up, guys? We got one more look at the active and inactive list. Let's start with the Packers and the Falcons. Green Bay with a slew of inactives. Aaron Jones, a running back. Receiver Christian Watkins, left tackle David Bakhtiari, all out today. Falcons receiver Cordero Patterson is inactive. This line currently Falcons minus three. That's moved a half point this morning. Minus three in favor of the Falcons according to BetMGM. Chiefs tight end Travis Kelsey, defensive tackle Chris Jones are active, both making the their season debuts. Jones is expected to play about 20 to 30 snaps. This line has gone down a half point lately. Chiefs now minus three on the road at Jacksonville. Texans quarterback CJ Stroud is active after he cropped up on the injury report late this week. And he has receiver John Mechie active. This is a cool story. He's set to make his NFL debut. Mechie missed his rookie season last year while battling leukemia. And the left tackle Laramie Tunsil, he is inactive for Houston. Texans favored by a point at home 
home, according to BetMGM. Chargers at Titans. L.A. defensive end Joey Bosa active. Titans receiver DeAndre Hopkins active. Chargers two-and-a-half-point favorites on the road. Seahawks at Lions. Seattle safety Jamal Adams is out. Detroit left tackle Taylor Decker is out. Lions favored by four-and-a-half at home. Raiders at Bills. DeMar Hamlin, a healthy inactive for Buffalo. Bills favored by seven-and-a-half at home. Ravens at Bengals. Baltimore tight end Mark Andrews is active. Cincy running back Chris Evans is inactive. Bengals three-point favorites at home. That's down from three-and-a-half, according to BetMGM. Bears at Buccaneers. Chicago receiver Chase Claypool is active. Running back Dante Foreman, a healthy inactive. Buccaneers favored by two-and-a-half at home. Late afternoon window. Dallas receiver Brandon Cooks not expected to play. And ESPN reporting for one of the Monday Night Football games tomorrow. Browns receiver Amari Cooper unlikely to play. Browns are currently two-point favorites in Pittsburgh. By the way, I looked up the oldest uh, matchup of NFL quarterbacks in lieu of our conversation last hour, Brian. Drew Brees and Tom Brady uh, a couple of years ago combined 85 years old. So there you go. Goodness. Good stuff right there, Nick. It is Fox Sports Radio's Countdown to Kickoff, presented by BetMGM. So we've got some line movement on BetMGM, and it, it differs from other places. So you got to shop around from place to place. But as we speak, we've got the Bengals down to a three-point favorite, the Chiefs a three-point road favorite. They were up to three and a half. And then how about the Niners down to just a seven-point favorite, Ooh. not seven in the hook anymore? Wow. Okay. Yeah. So they're going. They're going fast. Crack. Do you? I, I feel like I, I put far less in a line movement on like game day. Like I, I just I feel like I used to care about it a lot more, and now this year I feel like it doesn't move me as much to change anything I think about a game. Betting on game day. I challenged somebody on air on a, on, a, on a different show I do during the week. I challenged them for a large bet. I'm not going to talk about the size of the bet here, but it's very, very large. I challenged someone to pick five sides a week, 10 minutes before the game, mm. every week, and I want you to just win. Lay 11 to 10 and win. I challenge somebody's sides. That, that's how hard it is to beat NFL sides day of the game. So you're talking about day of the game moves. There is a syndicate group I know that does win day of the game, uh, betting totals for sure. Sides, very, very hard to win. Uh, mm-hmm. I respect the early week moves, especially Monday morning. Those moves, the guy that you remember last year, guys, and starting week three where we have a model that kicks in uh, with, with these moves. I uh, hope you're up early. Well, I'm up early, six in the morning. You guys are up at nine. You'll get those plays. You'll get those totals from me. Um, I really think that they're the nuts. They're the ones that are the yeah. uh, approaching 60% compared to games today when you're betting over under uh, for sure. I, very good point. I respect the early week moves much better. How about this? could this? be buyback. Yeah. And you can, uh, you can tell me to go jump in a river here, Crack. But remember Ben Stein? Remember when of it course. was win Ben Stein's money? Yes. Yeah. How about, Craig? I want to do this as an exercise. Sure. I want to pick five NFL sides right before the early kickoff. So the show yeah. ends. we got about five minutes before the early games kickoff. Sure. If I pick five sides and yeah. have a winning record at the end of the season. Sure. Will you give me like 10 bucks or something like that? No, but, but you know what I'll do with you? I'll give you a great, I'll give you a great deal. Okay. I think we still – we don't talk about it much because it's, it's, it's literally tip money to me. And, and to you, you know, you, 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 you're out there spending big money. I've seen you already okay, throwing yeah. money around the casinos. Yep. Crazy. Um, I think we have a $200 figure. You're welcome to bet the 200 bucks on, on, those, <laughs> on that thing. 
<laughs> yeah, Brian, by the way, last year in Cincinnati, he was firing at the windows last year. Wow. He was. Oh, man. Every couple of minutes. Like, like, like big bankroll, uh, asking the, the missus for all the money. We got locks to put in. Yeah, I didn't know, I didn't know he was. even gambled. Yeah. <laughs> Wait a minute. So there was a debt that was forgiven last year oh. because you went up against uh, it was uh, Christian McCaffrey, his longest rush in a particular oh, yeah. game. It was against the Chargers. Oh, okay. He came up short. You went up against me. And I was like, crack, where do I wire you the money? You're like, you oh, I didn't kidding want me? It. Forget about that. I don't want oh, the yeah, money. Just for, and well, now, it's still and now you money. bring it back up and you're like, you're welcome to bet the money you owe me. Is that how oh, it works in your right, world? Th- listen, in the end, it's a great deal. You don't have to pay no matter what, but I'll pay you. That's how confident I am in winning. <laughs> wow. Okay. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do it even if All there's right. no money on the, on the right. table here. Cool. I'm going to do it just what, – what is it from Goodfellas? Right? One I know day. every line. What is it? Well, what? Yeah, one day – some kids from the neighborhood. Oh, yeah. They, they brought my yeah. mom's groceries to her door. Yes. Yep. You know why? It was out of respect. Out of respect. Right? So if I have a winning record picking five NFL sides per week, I feel like earning some of your respect is, is worth quite a bit. Right? Absolutely you will. It's worth oh, a lot of money. For sure. Yeah. For sure. It would help no, if you sweetened stuff. it with some actual cash. but you know, <laughs> No, good stuff. Good stuff. And, and, I, and you're right. I was just – I don't remember. I talk so much – you know, and I don't remember what I said about forgiving it. Yeah, of course I did, but I just brought it up now. I don't know. I just figured, give you a chance. It doesn't matter. You don't have to pay. You know, it, it doesn't. It's the greatest bet ever. Um, but anyway, that's how hard it is to going back to Jeff's question. That's how hard it is. I do respect um, anyone that can be. You're absolutely right. Five games a week against the spread, game time. Yeah. You're darn right. You're darn right. I will be talking about you. Absolutely. Okay. You may that. even be on the K-Wins team. Tell you that much. Uh, I hey, may be hiring you. <laughs> one can dream. One can dream right there, Craig. Absolutely. But I'm doing that. Jeff, you want in on this for fun? You, five sides <laughs> before kickoff each week? You could just text me on our group yeah, chat. Yeah. Well, we could. Uh, so based off of the lines, like right, right like our last commercial break. Yeah, break, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. It could be the last hour, too. It don't have to be. It could be the last right. hour. I want Kansas City at three. Oh, oh you're wow, getting you're in right them. now. Yeah. On air. Yeah. Yeah. KC minus three. Let me write these down. Hold on. I want to write them down. Go ahead. Okay. I want can't I'm looking at bet bet MGM lines right sure, now. Sure, of course. Yeah, I want wasn't it's not loading up right here. Okay, here we go. I want Kansas City minus a three. Yep. I want um give me the Bengals minus three two. Yep. Okay. I'm just taking the same. I'm just taking my contest things, but the better numbers. Of <laughs> course, me, of course. Steal, <laughs> That's the idea. That's Steelers. why I'm saying no one could beat this. Of Steelers, course. Uh, Steelers are the worst number, but Steelers plus two. Yep. Um, I like the Texans minus one today. Okay. No, we haven't talked okay. about that game very much. No, we didn't. And I have, I have one like, more to go. Deadline um, has been going crazy yep. this morning. Um, one, oh, my God. The Cardinals are – the Giants are only fair by four and a half now. Uh, I got one more left, right? Yeah. Um, you know what? Give me, uh, give me the Broncos minus the three and a half. Okay. I, that looks like I might go to four soon, huh? Yeah, yeah, it, it has four it everywhere show. except for BetMGM, yeah. by the way. They got right. the best line if you want to bet go. Denver. Bet it right there. There, there you go. Yeah. yeah All there right. It is. There you go. Okay. Yeah. You want me to go rapid fire? Sure, rapid fire. I like fire. this game. All right, I'll do it next. <laughs> I'll do it right after the break. <laughs> My man. I want to do a little bit of homework. Just a oh, little bit of homework. pressure over You're here. Welcome I want to get off to a bad start, you know? My homework. man. My man. So I'll give you uh, my five picks, and then we'll go rapid fire. We'll each have a, a selection, and Crack will have his best play of the day. So we'll have nothing but an onslaught wow. of picks for you. Right? I love this. That's like a minimum eight, nine. That's a minimum nine picks right there for you, right around the corner. We've got Jeff Schwartz, eight-year NFL veteran, duck alum, 
Big game next week there, Jeff Schwartz. By the way, I saw this where Deion Sanders, Colorado head coach, he mentions that Travis Hunter, the uh, the two-way stud, he's kind of probably going to be out for a couple of weeks. So that's a big deal going up against Oregon next week. There's no doubt. We've got Bill Krakenberger from crackwins.com, sports handicapper. I'm Brian No. As previously mentioned, rapid fire picks, cracks play of the day. You don't want to miss it. That's on the way. We are less than 20 minutes away from kickoff. It is Fox Sports Radio's countdown to kickoff presented by BetMGM. We are 13 minutes away from kickoff. It is Fox Sports Radio's countdown to kickoff presented by BetMGM. Man, so props to the crew. Bo Benson, trusted producer. We've got Chris Perfett, trusted technical producer. Nick Cope on the updates today. Keep it locked here on Fox Sports Radio. Steve Hartman coming up next. Our guy Jeff Ornberger coming up next. Rich. Jeff, my bad. Jeff Schwartz and Rich Ornberger. <laughs> we're, we're actually two separate offensive linemen. So, yeah, two right. separate offensive linemen. I combine them into one magnificent force of a lineman. That, that was awesome because you, you, you have him on Saturdays, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Jeff Ornberger. On Saturdays. That should be just Jeff, Jeff Ornberger. I love it. I love it. <laughs> okay, I've got five gross picks for you. Oh my okay, God! Go. You're calling them gross? Yeah. All right. That no. Th- listen, people. This is just something that we're just like we're just winging this. So don't be don't be going out. You know, putting a five team no. parlay together and start you, screaming. You might want to go five teamer off the bat. You might, okay. I'm just telling you, you might want to go five teamer. You're going to hate man. these picks. That's why you're going to end up loving them. Okay. Titans plus two and a half. Yeah. Give me the Rams plus seven. I like that. That's good. I like you can go with a big dog. It's beautiful. Go. Nice. Uh, let's go with a favorite. You might not like this one, Crack. It's going <laughs> to seem – it's so square, it's sharp. Give me the Lions minus four and a half. It's okay. Minus two offensive tackles in Geno That's Smith. Okay. Yeah, I, I'll lay the four and the a half. The Lions are also down, down their left tackle, I think I heard in the update, too. Hmm. Yeah, they'll be <laughs> fine. <laughs> <laughs> Got the Steelers plus two. Yeah. Yeah, I love it. And my grossest pick – Give me the Bears plus two and a half. Who's taking the Bears? That is the grossest pick. So I I don't know who's taking the Bears right now, um, but I'm sure you don't know who's taking the Bucks as a favorite either. (laughs) (laughs) Who's taking the Bucks minus two and a half? Well, at least they won last week. A lot of times you go from the last thing you saw. Yeah, and at it? least Tampa won. And the Bears were a freaking wreck. The last Bears might week. be worse than we yeah. think. I, I hate I hate going off week one, but they might be worse than people think. Yeah. And this was this was at three most of the week, right, Crack? Yeah. We just moved to two oh, and a yeah. half today. Yep. Yeah. It was three on Monday, that's for sure. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, we'll I'm just sitting by my goes. computer waiting for this college football lines to drop. So oh, wow. <laughs> keep waiting. Keep waiting. Like, I know the NFL is refreshing. Yeah, they, refreshing, they could come out a little bit earlier. I said five, and I meant five, I actually meant five your time anyway. So, yeah, by the circa, way. I saw I saw Jeff Benson announce they're going to uh, put him up at 11 p.m. Oh, and 11 good. 10 p.m. Oh, okay. I don't so, live right, in Las so. Vegas, though, so I don't have yeah. like a crack. I'm going to wire you some yeah. money, buddy. There I'm always go. afraid for you guys. Like, I'm always afraid to text you guys that late. By the way, I hope no. you turn your phones off at night because I do. I text is on silent. Okay, good. I'm a, good, I'm I'm a millennial. Home. My phone is never on loud ever in my life. So oh, okay. I'm not sure anyone my age ever has their phone on loud. So you can text oh, anytime you want. Yeah, no, I, I hate go. texting. You know, I've got to be honest with you. You guys missed out on a lot of plays cause, because I should have asked you. I don't want to text you when I'm making these plays at night because it's like 12 your time. I'm like, oh, my God, Mr. Schwartz is going to kill me. Like, who's There's texting you more... this late, Jeff? 
There's nothing more like waking up to than a text from Crack about a, a prop bet to take this week. Please. That, that right. would make my day. Cool. No, fire away, day. Absolutely All right. fire away. Love All right, guys. let's dive Love into you. this. Rapid fire. Okay, we each have a pick for you, Crack. We'll start with you, buddy. Listen, I, I'm going a prop here because I like everything on there on this guy. Juju, uh, Patriots, under three and a half receptions, minus 150. Under receiving yards. I mean, I really like under on this guy this week. I don't think they're. I don't think he's going to be one of the targets. So that's one I definitely bet. All right, maybe I'm just a schlemiel for doing this. I'm taking the Packers plus three. I just no, I still, nothing I, wrong with that. I still don't get it. Still don't get it. Don't. I just. It, it doesn't make sense to me. Yep. I am rolling with the Tennessee Titans plus two and a half. I still like it. I think they're going to run the ball effectively. I think Herbert is going to throw the ball a ton. That's why I love his his completion prop, his passing attempts prop. But I just I can't back the Chargers in this spot. I think that even though they're going to find success and there are going to be some points uh, scored, I also like the over, by the way, 45.5. I think that the Titans, it's one of those picks where it's tied too much to the previous season. And you're thinking, oh, I trust the Chargers a little bit better. I feel a little bit more comfortable backing Herbert than Tannehill. I don't think it's going to end up being the right side. Minus two and a half. Give me the Titans plus two and a half. I think the power running game is enough to get it done today. I have a question. Jeff, yeah. how didn't you use Green Bay on your five picks, though? I Was didn't? that not? No. Oh. No. Whoopsie. Was, was that not you? No, I, I, I must have missed it. I was just going no, rapid fire yeah, through the picks. Because I knew. You understand we came on air. Jeff was talking about this yeah. game on air no, since the I, beginning. I, I had I a funny feeling no, he was going to use. My, it's one of my contest picks, So I got it like, but I got like Packers plus I got one, you. though. No, um, no, no. This this is a funny line. I agree, man. It's and let my me tell best you bet on my The on Sharp my Sports books out here will not go to three. They're both yeah, two and I, a half. So just to let you know. They're There's, by the way, a weird amount of left tackles out today. Seattle's out. Their left yeah. tackle, Detroit, the yep. Texans, um, the uh, the the Packers. Yep. A lot of left tackles out today. Not good. That's a lot. That could be a big deal, no doubt. All right, let's get into this as well. This is the best play of the day. It's a touchdown. Give it to me. All right, crack of your uh, – I almost know. talked about it earlier a couple of times by accident. But, yeah, uh, Baltimore Cincy, I like the under there. Uh, it's 45 and a half, pretty solid. A couple 46s, a couple 45. So 45 and a half at BetMGM. I'll go with that number. Under Cincinnati, Baltimore. I think they may come out a little bit hesitant again this week. And uh, let's see what happens, guys. Have a good day. Percentage of bankroll. Don't go crazy. It's NFL. There you go, Craig. By the way, how do you think Jeff and I are going to fare on our five picks? I, I, I actually think you're going to – I want you both to do good. I, I've got <laughs> you down for both three and two. Three and two? Okay, there yeah. you go. Okay. I'll take it. All right. See how it goes. We're, we're already, you know, 60% if that's the case. All good, guys. We're winning big. Everybody enjoy week two. We'll catch you soon. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. 
Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love at First Listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people, it gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Carol G. Juan Gabriel. Christina Aguilera. What do these three have in common? You mean apart from impeccable style, chart-topping canciones, and drama? Facts, yes, all of the above are correct. But most importantly, they're some of the biggest Latin icons in the world. And they're just a few of the game-changing Latin stars we're covering in Becoming an Icon Season 2. Listen to Becoming an Icon on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.